This episode was brought to you by the Social Fishing Membership, Australia's fastest growing freshwater platform, giving you the resources to catch more fish. Welcome to the Social Fishing Podcast. My name is Reese Creed. I'm a passionate angler and I want to share as much as I can about the sport we all love. On this podcast, we speak to incredible anglers, sharing a wealth of priceless knowledge, all to help you reach your fishing dreams. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's begin. Now I can't, now I Very can't. Different. Thanks for joining. And what's the purpose of this interesting setup? Um, purpose is to get to know the man behind the membership. It's a different podcast. There's yep. four of us. I don't think we've done one with four before. Yep. No. Yourself, Karen. Yourself is Dan, for those mm-hmm. listening. <laughs> and Chris. Yep. Um, this one's recorded as well. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be a bit different. Yes. Be. So I'm going to take the back seat because normally I jump in, do the intros, interview people. Very good. Well, I will throw into an actual official intro. Um, welcome everyone to episode number 77. Is it? Um, sure is. Yeah. Did you check? I did. What happens if actually, I publish one actually, before I did. that? The editor. You're actually. not going to. This will be the next <laughs> that's, one. That's what it's going to be. I was actually going to publish episode 77. one before, but there you go. Like I said, the man behind the membership, um, Reese Creed here. Um, obviously, if you've listened to a podcast before, um, you know who he is. But what we want to try and do tonight is get a little bit more information on Reese's backstory um, and also the story of where we fit into the membership, um, where the membership's at, where it's going, and all those sort of things. So, I think we'll probably roll into first of all, Chris goes back probably the furthest um, with Reese. Um, so, we'll start off and just sort of you know, where does Chris fit into where does, the story? Where, where does Chris fit in? Well, actually, I spoke about this with Karen briefly yesterday, how I met you. Now, this could be a different story to the way I perceive it, because Chris's stories are always very different. No, 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 I'm pretty sure it's pretty close along the lines of it. So I was working at BCF. I was, you know, the really important 3IC there. Is that what you were at that oh, time? At time, yeah. yeah. I was a 3IC. So I was like 30 in charge. So I was pretty good. And you were a casual. Um, so Thursdays all, and Saturdays. Thursdays and Saturdays. So Reese had the job of afternoon shift stocking shelves. And I was his supervisor for the most part. I feel of like it. Ryan Shoesmith would tell the exact yeah, same exactly story. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I, so the impression I got from Reese, and let's just say, like, I'm friends with Reese. We're good mates now. He was a cocky little upstart. <laughs> now being the keyword. He was a cocky little upstart who knew everything, and I was like the old guard sort of style. Fishing. Couldn't imagine that at all. And um, so I come from a background like the first. The first thing I can remember him telling me is like, "Meter cod don't count if they're caught on bait." I was just like, "You." No one didn't. You did too. I said, "I've said to you several times, I've caught X amount of meter cod at Tarkata Creek," and you're like, "On bait, doesn't count." <laughs> I was just like, so anyway, apart from that, he, he loved his fishing, I'll give him that, but I swear to God, Reese would turn up to work and he would push this friggin' trolley around full of stock, and story. I never, like, ever, <laughs> ever saw a single thing come out of it. <laughs> like, you could just find him down an aisle and be like, either crouching next to the trolley, or be like... Do you know what the else. worst trolley was? It was the BLA trolley. The BLA order was the worst, because it was literally rings or hooks or plastic, yeah. and it was in the worst section. The BLA trolley was from one staff on the Thursday right. to the next staff so I, the I basically It wasn't just chased, me. I looked down from the stairs, like looking down, and you're like, where's Reese? Where is he? 
And if you're like hiding somewhere or talking to someone about fishing, it's like, we run that trolley? No, no, no. Anyway, getting all past this, we, were, we, we eventually, I can remember exactly where I was standing. I said, we should go for a fish. We should have a fishing competition. And this is my first recollection of us actually talking about fishing. And I said, I bet I can catch a bigger cod than you. And you, no, this is at the front counter. And you went, oh no, I'll, I'll, I'll beat you. I said, I bet you, I can beat you. And if I win, I get to slap you in the face with a thong. Oh, <laughs> that's right, yes. I don't know how the podcast started with this story. <laughs> Who invited Chris? So, <laughs> that was you. That so, ha- yeah, so, that actually so happened. That actually happened. <laughs> was it you and me and Shuey and Mitch? You, as me, well? and Shuey, yeah, and Mitch. So you guys had three days. I had one day on the water. Now it's up for the debate. Where did you go? I went down. I went myself. You went fished the river with the three of us. No, no, I went fishing oh. by myself, yeah, and I- you went fishing with Shuey. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that session. Yeah. I got a 75 centimetre cod in a spinnerbait in one day, and I don't know if you beat me, but I never... Was it the biggest? Yeah. And I never, ever got to smack you in the face with the thong. Oh, you... I think that happened. <laughs> Didn't it? I'm pretty no, sure that no, happened. No, I remember this, getting smacked in the face with the thong. I've got a size always... 14 double plugger in the unit. <laughs> in the air. Just, just saying. <laughs> Reenacting right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's not quite sure, so... <laughs> Since, since then, we went on a fair few um, fishing journeys, and um, since then, we've had a few more, slightly more successful trips, but yeah, and they sort of went from there. Yeah. That was yeah. at about, what, 17, I reckon, I st- uh, 16 or 17, I started at PCF. Humble yeah. beginnings, mate. Mm. Yeah, it was more before that, but mm. yeah. We got us yeah. some mad shenanigans in that place, but yeah, it was crazy, yeah. but it started, started the passion for the fishing, definitely. Nice. I'd like to see a little bit more perspective about <laughs> it, a bit more depth. We'll cut Chris off here, I think. <laughs> um, Karen, you are the editor for the SF membership. I am. I am. Um, Lucky a, me. A job that I don't think any of us envy. Probably not going to fight me for it. In particular, the writers themselves. Um, when did you first meet Reese? When did you guys sort of start working yeah. together and, and um, things like that? It's Go to Gamby. So Reese had already been a part of Go Fish for a year, and yeah. then I got called in to take on an ambassador role for. The female side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first time we met was at the launch. 2021. Was that the launch? No, it was 2020. With that was the launch when I was with Murray. So it was 2020 before it got cancelled. Yeah, yeah. For COVID. Okay. So we'd yeah. gone. I think end of Feb or something. We had to go do the launch, big launch event on the banks of the Goulburn. Um, that morning. I have a Rick's? real good memory of the first time meeting Karen. I've been very envious of her session at Ngambi. Right, yeah. <laughs> we fished that hard, Murray and I. Murray got one buff on a weaver. So it was tough. I'd fished in the game before, but I was like, that was a tough session. Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't. And I got back. <laughs> <laughs> and we went way up river, blah, 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 before the, before the thing yeah. and rock up. Yeah. And I knew of Karen being the new ambassador. I had no idea who she was. And yeah. rock up and they go, yeah, Karen got... Four, three? Three. Three. And missed a good one. And they just put in and started fishing because they had no time. <laughs> rest of the boat ramp. Yeah, like we pulled into the same boat ramp. Reese was, we couldn't see him. Gone. He was gone. Yeah. And like we only pulled in at like nine o'clock. Like it was, it was late. It was like eight o'clock, eight o'clock. or something. And what did Justin Went get an straight 80? across. Jazzy got an 80. Off the top. I got, <laughs> yeah, you off got the top. I got nothing. <laughs> I got two like 60s and then Jazzy missed a really big one opposite on the other side. There's been a bit of a thing here. Do you count right that trip? I count that yeah. trip, Reese. Right. 
would definitely count that. That's, yeah. that's the first. Right from the beginning. <laughs> you've can, been on the back burner. Can you explain what we're counting, just for people who don't have any idea what you're talking about? Well, how many sessions now, Karen, has it been where you've got around Reese and the fishing stakes? Six. Out of? Six. 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 <laughs> so this means when we're both Since fishing. the first meeting, Since right? the first meeting. Yeah, even though that when was we've like, been, know, It's always been, we haven't always fished together. I think we've only done twice now. Yeah. Twice. Um, yeah. But, so, but it's been same waterway, same time. I didn't make up the comp, but just I didn't appeared. either. It when just it got evolved. to like third session, if, if it was you, like, it'd be you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have any memorable moments? Memorable moments. Bad, good, sessions. indifferent. Oh, there's sessions. probably plenty. From those sessions? From those sessions. Well, any, anywhere. Anywhere since you've been a part of oh, ESF membership. Anywhere. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be fishing. It can no. be membership. It can be a blue There's part. probably plenty. It can um, be a positive Let's moment. go. Why angler last year? Oh, off the top. Off the top. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was saying. Did you expect that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said Wang, I'm like, Why yeah, angler? Yeah. 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 You agree that should be the one? Yeah, that was. The story behind that one is everyone that um, all the boys, particularly Reese, has said they didn't believe that the surface, well, the cod could be caught. Off the surface. Not consistently. Or unlikely. At Wyangla, just no one did it. No one yeah. no talked one did about it. it. No one There's did it. a consistent theme here. I'm not going to say what that's about. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, and being good old me, who loves surface, I wasn't going to um, yeah, let that stop me. So yeah. I've gone 85. Yeah. Yeah. Off the Improved all the boys. Yeah, Wyangla. And it had been a fair discussion. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a solid yeah. discussion leading up. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been hearing about it ever since. We have. Yeah. And about the other six trips where somehow I got out fish yeah. six times in a row. Yeah. It even got to the point where Karen and the ovens, we were filming content on our recent drift on the ovens and Karen and Matt were in a boat. Matt was pretty well guiding Karen because Matt, poor old Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor old Matt. <laughs> he, no, well, I just stuck him in an inflatable in a very fast flowing section of the river with a remote and a foot pedal and a motor guide, which is rubbish because it's the rocker pedal. Yeah. So he's pretty much using the remote and the poor bugger. He almost couldn't, like, couldn't cast. No, he just barely drive too. and cast and he knows. And his goal was to help Karen get on a fish and holy dooly, did he do that all right? Yeah. He guided <laughs> the boat, no worries for Karen. Yeah. But I was at the point midday where I was like, do you reckon I could put on a spinnerbait and catch up? And I think I caught 60 or one and I was catching. And then as soon as you caught up with us and I changed over spinnerbait, it was all over for you. Just let her have them. That was good. That was it. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, And I'll just go through where I sort of fit in, I suppose. I've actually got a confession as far as when I first started um, riding as the report writer for Barringer. Confession. Yep. That was the first resume they've ever written. Oh, really? Yep. So I'd never actually written an official resume. You're kidding. And that is the first one I ever wrote. You actually wrote it for that? Yeah. Well, you obviously wrote it for it. Yep. Because so, you actually, you're the only one, the only one out of all of our contributors, even Karen didn't write one. Right. But I knew you. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. So, I'd met you once, actually. Yeah, yeah, you, um, yep. yeah, you, yeah, yours was a proper one and out of the, I don't know how many report writers we have had and have now, you were the yep. only one to have written one. Yeah. So you that framed on a wall? No. Can I have a duck? <laughs> yeah, I'll find it. Yeah, I don't actually plan on writing another one, so it might be worthwhile. It's the only resume, there you yeah, go. I've never had to do it before. You don't, memorable. you don't do resumes for plumbing. Plumbing. When you run the business yourself. No, well, even before that, even my first and second job was, yeah, there was no sense of any uh, resumes back then. 
Um, but but yeah. you jumped on as a rider for Yeah, Barringer. that's going back. That was fairly early on when the You two hit. knew each other though before that because yep. you used to talk about this gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds terrible when you say it like that. As I said it on purpose. (laughs) Explain. Yeah. Um, So I, uh, I guess it probably links into me actually writing for uh, the membership is basically needed somewhere to feed my fishing energy more than just recreational fishing. Yeah. So I had put a bit of effort into getting into the tournament side of things, which is where the gold digger name come from, yeah. which was a bit of a tongue-in-cheek uh, sort of a, a no, That's worse than what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it was? Chasing gold, like yellows. Yeah. And tournament wins, obviously. Yeah, is, that's what it was. Well, I didn't know about the what second bit. What do you think it is? Yellows. <laughs> I thought it was yellows. I didn't yeah. know it was yellows and a bit of money. On, like, I didn't yeah, think yeah. gold diggers was a bit of that as well. Yeah, that's yeah. cheeky yeah. as. Yeah. So that's where that <laughs> I thought it was like panning from. for gold, like yellows. Big fat yellows. Yeah. yeah so that's, what happened to it? Well, I found the social fishing membership and started writing. And Everything now, went downhill from there. And now I've just found it. Changed it to Dan Webber fishing. Yeah, yeah. Um, got yeah, got rid of the gold digger thing. Um, I must be pretty hard like to actually fish with because I don't really fish with some of those guys from that team anymore. But uh, um, yeah, and I guess I'm now funneling my energy into the membership a bit more and writing and helping with content creation and all that sort of stuff. And um, that's the way I get to feed my beast, I suppose. Yeah, um, is is through that way. So, and it's been really good. I mean, it's been a yeah, big couple of years and we've done and seen a lot and come back from New Zealand and what did you what was your expression of uh, landing back on a turf and you just slip I just, over and I just skipped across home here. and we're here yeah. and just about to head on to another trip so oh, um, yeah busy back for oh I got back in on Saturday night and yeah it's now Thursday three four days later we're yeah, back into it again so yeah can't get enough but uh, yeah so it's good fun though yeah, it is. It is really good fun. Um, it's probably um, one thing we want to sort of talk about, I, I suppose, is what um, what inspired you. I know we've probably touched on, you've touched on this in previous podcasts. Yeah, for, on randomly here and there. For people that haven't sort of heard those, or maybe if you want to sort of dig in a little bit deeper, where did you, the original idea? Because before the membership, there was social fishing. Yeah. So where did that sort of inspiration come off? What was the sort of pivotal point for... Social fishing or for the membership? Well, probably for both. So we'll start with the initial social fishing. Yeah, so the story behind it, I reckon, was TV shows. If I go right back, I remember being like nine or eight. And yep. I think, like you said, I've talked about this in here, places here and there, but never the whole story. I reckon I was nine or eight, watched TV shows religiously. VCR, Paxo, Fish in Australia, Rewind, wrong one, episode after episode after episode, watch them flat out. The biggest issue I had with it was how do you do it? It come over and over and over. You'd see, or even saltwater fish, because I didn't have a passion for fresh over salt back then, because I think I went with dad twice in the fresh and couldn't even catch carp. So it was literally, I thought fishing was only saltwater. So you'd watch it, I'd be like, oh, that's awesome, but how do I do that? Yeah. Like you got no information from a TV show and you still really don't, to be honest. Like there's TV shit out there and they yeah. say they educate, but it's really they do not. More entertainment. At all. So, yeah. and, and you've also, as a kid, you, you wanted, as a kid, I was like, oh, it'd be awesome to have a TV show. But yeah. very quickly it changed from that to 
teaching or explaining or sharing how to actually do it. So I think that's where I thought the only way to do that is through articles. This was well before the digital. And it's the education presence. side of things that really drives you to, yeah. to do it. Well, I thought at, when I was young, I thought if a TV show opportunity came up, you'd take it. But yeah. I thought to teach, it's articles. It's the only way to write for magazines. So I wrote for magazines. Um, there used to be so much of a competition in between, like every time a freshwater fishing magazine came out, it'd be like, freaking race is on the front cover again. No, <laughs> I was never on the cover of that. Fishing Monthly. Fish never been on the other one. No, I've been written. Freshwater fishing? No, never been on cover. Never been on cover there. No, you have. I have, yeah. I'm blinded me. You're going to be sunnies, mate. I remember in BCF, you were always, you sure always, you'd be, you'd be like, yeah, no, I want to race. No, I was in it a lot. You were in it a lot. Yeah, so I wrote for the I wrote for magazine heaps, and then. Yeah. 2015 is when we start. So you and I fished together quite a lot. Fished a little bit with Shuey. Who did mm. fish with Stumpy? Mm. You, me, Stumpy, Gilly. Yeah. Um, mates and Jack. And we all fished. They're all just mates with the group of us that fished way back. And I'm talking 2012. That's when I caught my first metery. So I was 18. Um, but the idea came when I was about 16. I used to yep. read heaps of books. I used to read a lot of Richard Branson and all sorts of stuff. And I remember mum saying, just finish your HSC. It's and pretty young to, books. to be thinking yeah. such big plans. Well, 16. I didn't want to just... I read the, the book that really did it for me, which sent me on a path where I wasn't just going to get a normal job, yep. which was happened from 16. I reckon mum gave me Rich Dad Poor Dad at 10. Mm-hmm. Read it, had no idea what it meant, but I read it again at 14 or 15, and it made sense. Yeah. And if you ask mum from then, she'll tell you my whole mindset was that. So I didn't, I cared about school, but not really. Yeah. I knew school wouldn't matter because yeah. I didn't want to go to uni. Everyone at school was uni or trade. Yeah. So like, what are you going to do? I'm like, oh, I'll work it out. Yeah. Then once I think I got to 17-ish age, I mum had a friend who was quite well off and he said, learn accounting. So I actually went and... That's right, you did Yeah, too. yeah, I left BCF and went and did went a accounting. traineeship for six months and did a cert for at TAFE. Yeah, right. Everyone there wanted to be bookkeepers and accountants. Yeah. yeah. I was like, nah, I don't. And they went, what are you for? So I, can, I was like, I've been told if I want to be successful in running an own business, go mm. do accounting, understand how it works, That's and right base it. it off that. And then I got a traineeship at um, a, an accounting firm. And That's I right. stopped, yeah, that's when... You know who worked at BCF? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, for the three or four people who know. There was a tumultuous um, was, time for Yeah, when I left there, but mm. I went to the accounting firm and I lasted six months there because yeah. they put me in auditing and I wasn't learning anything for what I wanted to do. But um, I remember I went in to the boss and I said, oh, I quit. I'm, not, I'm leaving. He's like, no. It took me three days to quit and I tried five times. He kept <laughs> saying no because all the accounts are good with numbers. Yeah. But I was really good with words. Yeah, okay. He's like, we need you. We need someone to write. Yeah, the right. most boring documents in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've ever listened to Reeves. Oh. Yeah, no, no. I'm glad I didn't have to edit those. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. there, Karen. <laughs> so I'm jumping around a bit, yeah, but right. I went from wanting to help fishing. First yeah. of all, it just started with major passion fishing. Like, yeah. literally, that was the biggest passion. Second thing that really triggered me, which I go back to, which I didn't know at the time what it was doing, was the... TV show's not showing you yeah. how to catch fish. Yeah. I didn't know it at the time what it would come into, which it is now, which makes sense. But yeah. at the time, I just remember being a kid going, what, what not and what sinker? Then we wrote for magazines, worked at BCF as a fishing fix, you know, then thought, how do I fish full time? And I remember I've talked, I think I talked about it with Jack in episode one. Mm. I remember at BCF, I don't think you were there, Carter and I were there. 
and Mitch, Mitch, um, he's read the same book as well, and he's kind of similar brain to me mm. about um, doing what you love and not work. It's not. It's a whole not trading time for money thing yep. that I really like, and that's what I got out of Rich Dad Poor Dad, not being stuck in something you don't want to do. Mm. And so Mitch and I said, how do we make money out of fishing? How can we make fishing a thing? So we came up with all these ideas. We literally came up with all these ideas. I have no idea what Mitch came up with. And it was... <laughs> it was really paid attention. It was in that exact day. I remember when it hit me, I was standing at the bottom of the stairs in BCF Wagga. I'd just walked down the stairs and Mitch came around the corner from the left. I remember this moment. And he goes, what'd you come up with? And I said, how about a, a, like a website? Because websites were sort of a thing then. A website that taught you how to catch fish. I don't think he really cared about what I thought. You remember that moment so well. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember him. I, I remember having a conversation with him, and he was coming up with names. Yes, yes. That's with um, who was the lady um, that worked Beck with Beck Curry. Yeah, Beck Curry was there. Um, she used to work. She wasn't there long. She wasn't there long. And I, I have the same book. I should have brought the book. I have the same book with the names in it. It's got about twenty-five names. And I remember. Can you remember any of them? I yeah, remember when really social. Bad. I, I was going to say that's that, what I'm. That's what I'm looking even, for. I remember here. even when social fish. You can't like that's a stupid name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dad said the same. <laughs> I think I've had the conversation with you about why it was named social fishing, and I couldn't see it prior to the membership yeah. why it was yeah. called that. Once I saw, I saw that the yeah. direction of the membership. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate Everyone anymore? Thought it was a dumb name, even <laughs> Paul Worsley. So he says to me, "It's a stupid name." Yeah. yeah. He always thought, and then he had the same moment. He's like, "Oh, I get it now." Yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, that was the point from the start. Anyway, Beck was there, and I remember this might have been the day after, because I don't know, where, I wouldn't have had this book. I think I bought the book and started writing notes and plans. And the first two pages are a list of names. It's only a little tiny book. It's like yeah. this big. And I remember Beck and I were coming up with names. She don't know enough about fishing, so I'm writing all these names. One of them, social fishing was social fishing database. Mm. Because actually, that's right, the original plan with Mitch was something to do with the book that Jamie Forbes wrote yeah. on the, the river access. Mm. And I think that's where the original plan was, was to create information on waterways, yep. which I left and then came back to because the original way of doing it was stupid. Mm. It was like an article format, heaps of info. So it was like social fishing database. I was thinking it was like a database of content on lakes and rivers and things. And there's, Dad came up with Go Fish. No joke. Really? There's one yeah. on there that says Go, Go fish, fish and Dad came up with Really? Like, it's not a card game. <laughs> it's a stupid name. And yet here we have this Go Fish and Gambian. No one thinks of it as a card game. No. No. So that's on there. Um, yeah, um, we're going to have to come yeah. back to that in another app because I, yeah, I know yeah. this social fishing database um, platform was there with social fishing. Um, like premiere thing, it was yep. a, literally they were all the sucked. Yep. You really didn't do anything at BCF, did you? <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> was a mixture of three days. A lot of thinking. And at uh, at, at home, but you know, I remember Dad can't go fish, and it's on yeah. there. He's like, write it down. Like, yeah. So <laughs> and then yeah, sorry, go. No, no, you're right. You finish your story. I'm just going to ask you. You know, how long are we talking about now? You've had this idea. You've had this moment in BCF yeah, audio. Yeah, at 17. Yep. Um, you rolled into it pretty was, quick. Yeah, I was reading got going. Richard, some 17, so that's uh, 2011. Yep. 
reading a lot of Richard Branson stuff, reading a lot just because it's inspirational. Sort of entrepreneurial yeah, type. Yeah, such a smart, yep. very, very smart yep. person. Um, and he started... We were just hoping that would rub off on you a little bit. Yeah, yeah nice. just a touch. Yeah. He started still his whole thing started. Still, still holding it. <laughs> his whole thing started um, as a magazine at school. So I kind of, when he's like, okay. his whole thing started with magazine, I was like, because that's what I wanted social fiction to maybe be, was a magazine. I was like, yep. oh, we could do a magazine. Yep. So it kind of was like he started from there. Anyway, that and a lot of other stuff, Rich Dad Poor Dad was the one book. And if you are listening to this, go read it. It is American, so he talks about 401ks and that, so they don't make sense here. But if you understand other like Americans' language, then you can yep. translate it. Mm-hmm. And the rules aren't the same in that, but yep. the whole concept of what he calls a rat race is is yeah incredible yeah um and from that moment from like 15 i got that read more from seven i remember sitting on the couch in the lounge room i'm saying he stopped reading that book and just finish hsa and then go back and keep reading the books because that's yep. all i did yeah so then from 17 to 18 for a whole 12 months i've got paper with just notes and ideas nothing happened D- logo designs you're still at school at this time yeah yeah logo designs got the name um stuff on the computer, a business plan, which is stupid because it's a business plan and I filled it out. It's like 25 mm. pages of just dribble. Cause like, oh, you're gonna have a business plan. But you've done it. Yeah. <laughs> really? I've got a full business plan that I downloaded off like ATO or yeah. you know, Australian, whatever it is, yeah. business place thing. And it's like a template. Yeah. I really didn't know, but I sort of dumped stuff there. Maybe it helped. 12 months of this. Yeah. How do you start a website? And this is how I met Gilly which is Ryan. Um, and Ryan and I, for those who don't know, I am half in the store with Ryan. Mm-hmm. So Ryan owns 50 of the store. So when people email, if you listen to the podcast, if you email me, it says my order sent and I say, I'll get back to you. It's not because I didn't send it. It's because I'm not the one sending it. I actually do the social media side of things and the gear, I don't even see the gear. Ryan does all that. Yeah. Um, so attention all the emails to Ryan, angrily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ryan, <laughs> I reckon I met him at about that age. We went on a session out at the canal with Stumpy. I met him through Stumpy. Met Stumpy through Rachel from BCF. Stumpy worked oh, at, God, at yeah. um, Stumpy worked at the council. He's an old fellow who's just oh. a legend. <laughs> well, he's not my age. I was 18. He would love that. <laughs> he would have been. I don't know how old he is now. Peter, he would have been Peter, late forties. He's retired. Yeah, he would have been nearly fifty, and I was eighteen. Like, yeah. so we went for a fish, and then he introduced Ryan, and Ryan. Um, is I spent a bit of time with him learning how to do a website because I thought, well, we're going to build a website. So that's where it kind of social fishing, that moment with Mitch, it was going to be some sort of website. Yep. So for 12 months, I had a logo drawn up. Um, it ended up being something similar to what I drew, not quite as kiddish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ryan spent all the time with him learning how to build a website. That is a huge world of... It's like a... You know, you know plumbing. Mm-hmm. I would have spent an entire uni degree on websites just through trial and error and learning yep. and meeting people and now it's like you know like the back of your head yep. and i'm not i'm not great at it but i know enough to get me through whereas and you're self-taught in yeah that mm-hmm. self-taught in that yep. self-taught in video be thanks to the legend who is filming this for us grant <laughs> i reckon i annoyed him that much from 17 to he still talks to you. The, in, the invoice is coming. <laughs> 22. Um, that many, and he was super helpful. We just reply every time saying, yeah, this or yeah. that, or yeah. questions about frame rates and all that, plus the internet, but it was so much better having someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, mics, audio, 
It's come a long way. Yeah, yeah. self-taught. From, from, yeah. from well, strapping a tripod to the back of your boat oh, and losing cameras over the side. Yeah, that was stumpy. Um, that was, uh, it was out at Piper's near Wagart. That was a session. There's my two, other than the Canberra cod that I caught with Graham this year, that was 91 or 92. 92. They were the two biggest cod in that day, I caught in 88 and 85, out of the Bidgee. Yeah. And yeah, sent the, uh, back in the day when I was starting to, you know, you, you, you don't have awesome setups like we have now. You learn yep. your lessons. I just sat on a tripod and... Yeah, it lasted all day on the tripod, and then right. Stumpy's not the smallest bloke. <laughs> yeah. And he stood to the left-hand side of the gunnel, and yeah, the tripod went dum-dum, and then uh. hit, the th hit, hit the gunnel, went straight in the drink, and I managed to grab the tripod leg, pulled it up. Actually, there's a lesson in this, and it'd be awesome to have Stumpy to, he'll remember this moment. Yeah. I grabbed it, pulled it up. We had an epic session of seven fish, good fish, and the biggest one actually came straight after that, but... Had all these fish. I thought I oh, caught it. I was like, got the cards up, grabbed it, and it wasn't even my camera. It gets better. <laughs> yes. Wow. It was a um, 60D, yep. so not the most expensive, but like semi professional. Yeah. Yep. And it was when you don't own a camera. Yeah. Grabbed it, right? Pulled it in, sat in the boat. I remember sitting there like this for about six seconds, and I went, Right, I've got an air of light left. Let's keep casting. So he's like, <laughs> Is that it? I'm like, what am I gonna do? Yeah. He's like, uh, scream, yell. <laughs> yeah. He's waiting for it because that's what he would have done. I'm yeah. like, it's, it's, it's done. I've got the card, and yeah. some footage, and let's just have a cast. I remember that moment. I've actually taken a lot of wave. I don't know where that come from. I took a lot of wave from that moment. I kind of. Well, you spoke like about it when you yeah. flicked the SD card. God. On the Goulburn. On the Goulburn. That I handled less <laughs> ideal. Just say there's a little bit, just a little bit more on that one. Maybe I'm going backwards. Maybe when I was younger, I was just super chilled and now I'm going the other way. But I was, I'd still, I got over it, but I was still a little bit bummed. Yeah. It wasn't a card. I didn't care anything about the card. I cared about the meat of cod that was on the card. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it hurt a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... This anyway, <laughs> anyway. So, anyway, it's yeah, this, great. This moment with, uh, yeah, but yeah, and it's something I've taken a lot. Like, it's, it, it, it's something to take away just from this conversation, which isn't to do with the story, yeah. is to not dwell on things that have happened. Yeah. They've happened. Even if they weren't ideal, yeah. you know, they've happened. Move forward, either take, learn a lesson from it, take something good from it, and just keep going. I know you're huge, you're actually really good at it. Yeah. Like, it's happened. Like, I, I think, even small things, like we're coming home from Copeton and the stupid driving lights, because I didn't put them on properly, were wobbling around like crazy. Yeah. And we're on our way home late, and I'm like, man, I'm so sorry that you're like, so what? Let's tape it up and keep going. Like, yeah, I know that's a random one, but exactly I was like, sorry. We Whereas if you were a different kind of person, you were like, Oh, get, you know, what are you going to, yeah. what are you going to, just fix it and keep going. Yeah, that's all you can yeah. do. Yeah, you're that's, really good at it. That's the situation you're in. You're supposed to be there because yeah. you are. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you're all of a blower up, right? I'm just thinking, oh, wow, these people are so calm. I'd be, I'd be like Hulk mode straight <laughs> <away>. <laughs> Not hoeing the point, Chris. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, that's 18 is where it, yep. I reckon there was a year, maybe even another year. There'll yep. probably be another year of doing working at BCF, doing mm. the two years of uh, one year of Cert 4 in accounting, yep. six months of that and more at BCF, then left BCF, didn't rock up. Probably didn't do the right thing, but 
the wrong the thing. The several shifts. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you ghosted a job. job. Yep. You ghosted it. Just didn't I turn it. up. Do you want to hear the story? <laughs> were you, were you, were you listening we out for the trolley, <laughs> wheels of the trolley not being moved I'd be just around? I'd like, so, six o'clock, yep. The short Still not here. version yeah, is, short version. I was at, because I'm sure everyone listening wants to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the accounting firm. We're still working there. Mm. I was contacted by our boss at the time from BCF because I was working one day a week because I'd started full time here. Yeah. She's like, oh, can you come back? I was like, yeah, but I need, I was like, no. And she says, can you come back? I said, yeah, but I need minimum 28 hours a week. Like I need to go part time, not just casual. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No worries. Rock up. First week back, got 26 hours. And the next week got 12. Next week got eight. Didn't rock up. Fair enough. Ryan calls me. Ryan goes, you're not coming today, are you? I said, nope. <laughs> I said, and I went to her like so in the two weeks I went and said hey yeah. what's with the 12 hours oh I don't have them for you yeah. so the next week said eight yep. I remember, and I don't even think you, uh, I just remember Ryan called me that morning I was, said, I, was, I was at the end of my tenure there I really gave up he's like, like he's like you know <laughs> anyway so it's not the right way to behave but that's, yep. what, that's, that's yep. that story okay. and that's, that's how there I it. Right. actually I wouldn't have done it any other way because yeah. I was like I'm not coming Yeah. She, I, I said I need the hours otherwise I can't have and then the yeah. next pay roll thing coming out so when do we get into starting to create content starting to help yep. people to catch we, fish so two years I reckon I'm 19 I worked at a coffee shop for two years and in that two years I met, I met my wife and I launched the website in 2015 just after I moved to Chumit from Morgan I would have been with Megan for a year Okay. So I would have been, I don't know, 22, yep. 21, 20. It was 2015, so yep. whatever that makes me, 21. Were you around in those early days, yeah. Chris? Yeah. 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 I was, yeah. I was devastated. I was like, devastated. Moving to Chimit. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, but fishing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm going to live in Chimit. We can go chase Blair and Cotton White. Oh, here we go. Don't get Chris oh, no. Really? <laughs> Not the wombats. Not the wombats. Not the wombats. No, story, sir. It was yes. just like single tear right down my face. Right up, fine. Yep. For those who don't know, which you should, because Chris has been in six or seven podcasts, is Chris does not like what he calls wombats. No. Which are blaring cod or any impoundment cod. Impoundment and I used cod. to get photos all the time when I'd send Chris a photo of a big cod, I'd get a return photo of a wombat. Nice. <laughs> He'd go on Google and go wombat. <laughs> Um, anyway, we have different perspectives on that. But yeah, so that, that's yeah. the story. So then yeah. I would have been from 17, I had the idea at 17, it didn't kick off for four years. You're always of an entrepreneurial kind of mind from yeah. what, 15 years old, you were yeah. had to come up with something. school was never going to get you. What I was going to do is I was going to invest in real estate because of that book, which right. I bought at. And yeah. I remember within about a couple of months, yeah. I kept fishing. I just kept being on the river every yep. weekend. River, river, yep. river. I'm like, I'm not interested. And yep. I didn't even try. I didn't go down the real estate road. I just didn't interest me. So I thought, well, how am I going to make fishing? I remember thinking, how am I going to make fishing a passion yep. or something I can do? Yep. And there was also that concept of, you know, the TV shows not teaching you how to fish. And I thought, well, yep. there's a missing piece to the puzzle. Yeah, yep. yeah. Let's, let's yep. do life like this. Because I, I never, ever wanted to work for someone. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. From a kid. Yeah, I wanted higher anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was... From a very yeah. early time. Okay, I mean, and yeah, then it was always so, yeah. very driven. When are we launching the membership? What so year was that? We launched the website, the social fishing website's come a long way since then. Chris had a big part to do with it. Jack, Ryan, 
me, uh, you and I probably created the most during a lot of the tutorials. Yeah. So we launched in 2015, it was just a blog, just a website with just articles. So, you know, it gives us a platform that I don't have to write for a magazine. I'm not making money, but I don't have to write for a magazine. I don't have to build a magazine. I can build this free resource. So yeah. we did that for a while, probably 12 months. Mm. In that first 12 months, we thought, let's create something extra. And that's where the complete guide come around because I was going to initially create this database of access on yeah. different lakes and info on lakes but I remember somebody who worked for a department in fisheries told me oh no nah, fisheries are going to do that I'm like oh really they're like yeah they already got a plan to go mm. around and do all the reserves do you reckon that ever happened no no, no. <laughs> I shouldn't have listened I should have done that during that period are we thinking social fishing is going to be my career or are we yeah. just building nah. to see what's going to happen nah, never. it was always going to be always yeah gonna be. I was never going to sell it yeah, because I know of a fella in the industry. He started that gear tester website. Yeah, there was one that was. Sold and it. he sold it. He had it for two years yeah. and he sold it. I'm, I'm Where's here. it now? I don't even know. No, I think I don't know who owns it now. But there's always yeah. I never ever thought of sell, selling it. Yeah. Um, ever. But in those early days, it was right. We are going to make a career. We're not just creating content for 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 fun. For fun. No, I want to keep doing it for fun. But every day. Yeah. It, I don't know at what point it was, but there was an early point there where we used to get heaps of Facebook messages. Yeah. I got them all. Yep. And I was like, this is ridiculous. No yep. one can answer all these. And that's where the complete guide sort of come about through all the questions that we had. And then Chris was a huge help with that. We got some stories for that. In the end, the complete guide didn't work out. Yep. Um, it still is a really good resource. It's yep. just from a growth and being able to create what we're creating sustainably it's not sustainable yeah um, it's just business model it's just business understanding whereabouts during that complete guide when we were days early days did you think holy shit this is going to be big uh, because for me no nah, not then i don't know because i remember even some of the feedback we got from the surface tutorial like I remember looking at the engagement we got from people and I was just like, and I'm not going to lie, I had my doubts. I was like, this, kid, this kid's going to take a lot, like, do this for a job, for a living. I was just like, I honestly, as a friend, I was like, oh, I don't want him to be homeless. I really don't. Like, <laughs> 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 Holy dolly. <laughs> I'm like, I know this kid like, has more passion. My wife's a jockey. For she more, can for support more, me. For more, for more, <laughs> more passion for fishing than anyone. I was just like, even I'm sitting there going, Works in a coffee shop. I did. And Stumpy's like, he makes terrible coffee. He doesn't drink. Yes. <laughs> I did not make terrible coffee. I had a few people come in to make sure it tastes. I never drank it. I made coffee. Yeah. Through a barista who doesn't make coffee doesn't and loves fishing and wants to make a job yeah. out of it. I was like, this kid's gonna live in a cardboard box. I'm really concerned. <laughs> but, but it was good. But people loved it. They did. Good. Early days, they they loved it. And there was a point there where I sat there and went, wow, you know this. Yeah. This could be huge. We ended up with DVDs. I shouldn't have done it, but I had a lot of people then that were like, oh, can I get DVD for the amount that I wanted it? It wasn't worth it. I've still got heaps of them, and now they're really, really redundant. Yeah. Like, they're pointless now. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, they're sitting in my shop. <laughs> yeah. Over um, COVID, they were really good, actually. Yeah, right. That's interesting. Yeah. A lot of people just hanging around at home. And yeah. Yeah. We're looking for stuff, stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it was digital stuff. first yeah. before that. And like some of the sessions Chris and I did, like uh, we went onto a small creek in the Upper Murray region and, you know, we had an epic session. I walked around with the camera for the whole thing. I bought an actual video camera back then. Yeah. Waste of money, but it's a lesson. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's not standard of, and thanks to Grant, he's like, yeah, no, just film on a DSLR. Like yeah. it's so powerful and mm. cheap compared to a, 
you spend way too much video camera. But that was all shot on that. Mm. Um, a lot of trial and error. The Ooh. trout stuff. Remember we went to Yukamine the first time filming the oh, trout down there. There was yes. a fella on the boat ramp. So this is going way back. And he's remember remember a photo? I got the photo with that fella at the boat ramp. Yeah. yeah. It was the first photo I'd ever mm. had with anyone. He's just recognised us. He's like, oh, you're doing trout now. I'm like, yeah. The other thing I really strive with what we do, which I think is a really th the thing that annoys me with TV shows, is yep. that everything we do is real. Yep. I have no sponsors, so we say the gear if we like it or not. For yeah. example, the Minn Kota, everyone knows how, not the Minn Kota, the Motor Guide, everyone knows how I feel about that yes, motor. you do. Um, and many others. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's, that's what I love about it, is it's all unbiased, truth, unbiased, yeah, unbiased. what it is, mm. um, which I think is the only way it should be. And how I got around that is, what we do with the platform is that the consumer pays for the content. So there'll be a lot of people out there who don't believe and a lot of people go, why do I have to pay for this? Yeah. But it's either that or we get sponsors to pay for it and we lie. Yeah, well yeah. then your direction is, um, you know, you're being directed by somebody else then. Yeah. Rather than what like we yeah. think is important to educate people, you're yeah. going to be told more or less use this, yep. do this, we want to see it this way. And I'm not, yep. and there is no, like that at all. And it's not yep. like that because you'll use something and I'll be like, I don't like that. Mm. Or vice versa. Yeah. And we have that yeah. different opinion, that different view of what makes this show really good. It's not blanket. We all use this brand. Yeah. We all use yeah. this scent. It's not a carbon copy of everything else that's currently out there. And it's that's, unique. That's what, yeah, that's what we re I really like. And that's what I've tried. And that's why sponsorships, I don't. Yeah, it's not something that we're going to do. Yeah. Or, it, it's just not. It, it has to be a TV show that's sponsored or I've come up with this model and it seems to be working. So yeah. back to the story, Complete Guide Days, I look as a lesson. There's four years there. There's four years from start to finish. So mm -hmm. four years from 2015 to 2019. Yeah. It took me four years to make them all just because I did it on weekends. So I actually had, after the coffee shop, two years in Wargo when I moved to Tume and I got another job. Like it was really, really fortunate to have got that job. I was really lucky. And it was a comms role, mm -hmm. communications. So it was like digital publishing, a little bit of website stuff, not a heap, but a lot of, we, we had a magazine, I published a magazine. So it was a really good job. I had it for five years. I was in the disability sector and it was just day job. Yep. So I worked at nights and we filmed the complete guide. I don't know how we managed to get the complete guide in on weekends, but I think it's because Megan, my wife's a jockey, so she worked weekends, so I was able to work weekends mm -hmm. and do it. And we travelled and we did, well, there's so much there. There was a lot to edit. Um, there was eight series. We filmed the first four and they sucked that much when we made the next four <laughs> that I remade them. Right. So people probably don't know. If they signed up, really? for, originally there was a membership. Yep. The Complete Guide was a membership. It was a six and a 12 month membership. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So people who remember, there's the original, original membership. They had the four original complete guides which you will not want to watch and I didn't like them they really? were, that was us learning we were mm. learning and I felt I knew more and some of that stuff needed to be expanded on or filmed better mm. that I remade the cod and rivers cod in dams the four main ones that would have hurt you to produce something like that because I know how particular you are it hurts me now. knowing now he thinks they suck. Like, <laughs> no, the original, the original four weren't good enough to So I know now that you're on point with everything that you yeah. put out even, there. Even back then, like there's a, I'm sure there's at least 20 minutes of footage of me walking from the nose of a boat. Oh yeah. 
going, yeah. what's, I don't know what the line is, yeah, but yeah. oh my God, I wanted to yes, kill him. Yes, yes, I know the moment <laughs> really? he's talking I know the exact moment that he's talking about. It's, it was on the banks of the Bidgee, and it was just an intro, and he didn't yeah. know that it was called, or you did, but it was Murray Cotter and Golden Perch in Rivers. Yeah. That was the name of the video. And Chris, back then, I wanted to mix it up. I didn't want it to just be me and them all. So mm-hmm. I got Jack in some. I got Chris presented a lot of them and I presented a lot. Mm. It was more difficult because I knew what it had to be and you'll, you'll understand exactly Chris where yeah. how Chris feels. Because <laughs> you've been in the Nothing same... Nothing worse than no, getting I'm a script I'm in more the or less. Yeah. But it was, and you know what? It was, a beauti- it was a beautiful little bit of bank and there was the boat. And like we walked there it so many and walk times. up and say this line, but it wasn't as simple as that. It was something like blah 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 blah. It went on it and on. Murray Cod and Golden Perch. Welcome to the, this Welcome. tour of Murray Cod and Golden Perch and Rivers um, Part Four casting or something. <laughs> yeah. And he'd say Murray Cod and Yellow Belly. <laughs> he'd anyway, say Cod. He'd from mix the, them up. From the first one, which is a like I said, a nice little flat bank where there's a nose. By the end of it, it was like a, a deer rut was up and down the bank. Now <laughs> so I've done it. I know the exact yeah, I think by the end of it, he's like, I finally got it out. And I was probably like saying it through grit and teeth. He's like, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> I remember that one. But yeah, so the, 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 that's where they were the first four. Yep. Redid them. Yep. And they're, they're cringeworthy to watch now. But that, that was learning. Yeah. And even the next four plus the full eight were learning as well. So mm. we learned, not, not learning in the fishing. We were teaching what we knew because mm-hmm. I was now, I wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Like that was 2019. So we knew mm-hmm. like that was past the year of 2016, which you've heard me talk about all the time, the blaring cod. Like yep. this is the, the trebles on the plastics. Like we'd done a lot of fishing then, the rigging. So we were teaching all of that. It was just the mm-hmm. production yep. got better. So that's where they were. And I look at them as a learning curve. Um, they're still really popular. People still really enjoy them. And the content there is, if, if someone comes to me and goes, I just want to learn to go from bait to lure, all the basics of lure fishing, I'd still go, Completely. The rule about a spinnerbait, the rule about a yeah. hard body, yeah. where the fish sits on a log, it's all the temperature, how they behave, how the yellows behave, how yeah. I get schooled at blaring with plastics, chasing <laughs> yellows one day <laughs> with green. It's all in there. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's that and that's 20. And so we got to the end of that and mm. I said to them, I remember saying to Megan, this, this is not going to work. Like yep. it's not. Because it was a, sorry, it was a six and a 12 month membership. Mm-hmm. Then it changed halfway through when I launched the, the full eight to a just a product purchase because yep. the DVDs came out. So people asked us for DVDs and said, well, we can't have DVDs and a membership thing. It just doesn't work. Yep. So I changed it. So people will remember this membership disappeared and they were just, you buy them for $49.95. Yep. Um, and it was at that moment there that I knew I was going to bring membership back with this waterway stuff. Okay. Yeah. So there was a good two years before it actually came it was more, it was probably a good two years and then a year of building it and then a year when it come out. So, yeah. yeah. In that journey, has there been any like pivotal people in that journey that have helped grow it and launch it for you? Because like, I know in my journey, I can see a clear path in who I've met um, to be doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's been some key people you've gone, yep, they were there, they helped us do this and then that connected me to this person. I'm guessing the uh, appearance on iFish was Yeah, that was an interesting one. Yeah, it was an interesting one. I, I wouldn't say I'd, like, uh, had got a stack of advice from Paul after. I didn't actually talk to him all that much. And I remember at that, up there when we were driving back out of Dundee, back to the airport, I said, um, what was that? That was 20... 
Uh, that was when I was still, I don't know if I launched the website then. That was before the website. That was before the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember telling him I was doing something. I remember saying, I'm going to build something. I remember his response was, don't do it. That's what he said. He said, don't, don't do it. He said, just go get a really good job. He said, you're smart. And then just fish on the weekends. That's what he told me. And afterwards, he's no. since told me, I said, remember you told me, he said, I remember telling you that. I said, why? He said, because you were like the hundredth person that had told me that that year and every year before. Yeah. It's like everyone says they're going to do something, lure or create a tackle shop or do yeah. this or do that or do that or do that. Yeah. He's like, they all say it. Not everyone actions it. Yeah. He said, so that's, that's why I gave you actual honest advice because mm. the chances of making it are pretty small and he thought if you're good enough you're not going to take my advice so he knew that I he okay. he knew he thought I wouldn't take the advice yep. and he gave me that advice because he gives it to he gave it to everyone but yep. he said if you're smart enough you won't take it in his head yeah and he's told me that since he said I remember saying that to you and I remember that I thought like if you're smart enough Paul thinking if Reese is smart enough he yep. won't take my advice he's gonna do it yeah he'll just go and do it yeah because he said so many people say they're going to do this and that and that. He said, but no one does it. Yeah. No one actually goes through with it. So that was that. Was that. Um, and I've, I've kept in contact with him since. And then the show here was really good. I actually spent more time with him. Um, I think the show that we did on the Bidgee actually was better because I learnt more about the camera and videography and I learned a fair bit about how they put a show together there. Not so much when we're up north because it was a new environment. I think I was just soaking in trying to catch fish for this. I don't really remember taking on board. Whereas when we fished the river one, I was really aware of yeah. how they were putting it all together. Um, which I imagine I subconsciously adopted into what we do with our own tweak. Mm -hmm. um, of just how they film the shot and then he makes sure he gets everything to make it look good and how it all comes together. Um, that would have been that. But if we go back um, in the early days, um, dad took me fishing a little bit, but not a heap. The random that told my mate to go fish at Lake Owl beside the boat ramp, whoever the hell that bloke was, major thanks to him because... <laughs> <laughs> is that your first fish are we talking? Or? Yeah, this is first freshwater, yeah. Really? First nine we were, Jack and I, and we went to the Wurundjeri Lagoon comp, carp comp, just because he was like, why don't we go fish this comp? Mm. We didn't fish. I just said, Dad, we got rock on a pinch of rod. Like, we fished at the coast, so we went and yep. chased. You know, my first fish, I think I mentioned this podcast, was actually a tailor on a wobbler. Nice. Go figure. <laughs> At the coast. Yeah. Not bait, not fresh. Yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. so yeah. this I remember Jack was fishing in we we're in the carp comp and we caught one fish at the lagoon, but we hooked a swivel from someone else's hook on a carp and landed it. No joke. <laughs> the carp was this big, how it busted them, it was like twenty pounds. Yeah. We hooked a swivel. Wow. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> so anyway. It wasn't his first fish? We caught No, that was Jack. <laughs> yeah, and we're it was, we, we, we had no idea what we were doing. And yeah. this bloke talked to Jack, because I was checking the line. He goes, yeah. He's like, go to the lake. And we're like, is it carpet? He's like, yep, go to the boat ramp and stand to the left of the boat ramp and cast. So the next Arvo, Jack and his brother rode down a bike. So I got a phone call. When he got home, he's like, yep, yeah, we just caught two big carp. They were like 50 and 60. Mm. Rode them home on the bikes. Yeah. Buried, them. <laughs> Buried them. I'm like, really? He's like, yep. Yeah. And that was, that was the start of, start of two and a half years at the lake every weekend outside of soccer. Like from spring right through to soccer again. And I remember I quit soccer because 
you and Shuey went fishing once. Fishing was way more important. And I was yeah. like, man, I'm yeah. not yeah. going to sit on the bench and play this when I'm there yeah. out catching trouties. Yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah, like I'm playing, I'm playing soccer this season. I was like, smashing them. And it was just like, yeah, was like nah, I'm giving enough. that up now. <laughs> <laughs> that was at 20. I was 20 when I stopped yeah. playing that. Um, so pivotal people, whoever that bloke was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mum, just for who I am. And mum and dad for who I am and how I sort of behave, I guess, and yeah, how I present myself. Um, in the social fishing world, obviously outside of that, me as well, wife. Yep. Um, but in the in the in getting where social fishing got to, yourself, Chris and Jack and Stumpy, huge helps at the very start with the content. We all love fishing and we all love yeah. creating. Chris had a the industry talk column on the website. We talked about heaps of stuff, so creating content, just writing, and yeah. back then we all just did it for fun. Yeah. Like, there was no money for anyone, we all just did it, and then the complete guy come around, and I gave you guys a little bit of money here and there, but most of the time, just for you, love Chris it. was just like, no, 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 like, and Stumpy just wanted to help. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan, with the, with the website learnings as well, like I mentioned Grant, with the camera stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, after that, it's mainly just, yeah, there's, there's no one, I didn't have a mentor, mum had a cousin that I messaged a couple of times, but that, that wasn't, yeah, so there's actually been, actually been no mentor, so yep. I don't know, I would have loved one, it would have been awesome, but I've known a lot of people. A lot of gathering yeah. from a lot of so people. So many people yeah. that I've learnt from yeah. have been happy to help. Yep. Oh, sorry. I'm missing um, Forbesy, Jamin Forbes. Jamin Forbes. The, actually, it's probably a big turning point. Yeah, I don't know where that. Um, he was my idol. No joke. Ask mum and dad. It was Forbesy. Okay. Yeah, Forbesy was. Yeah, he's like a guide who went and caught cod every day. Like what? Yep. Yeah. He'd go out and catch cod yeah. every day when this cod was like this hard. This was at 14. Yeah. This is young. Yeah. 13. And we did two charters. That was the best present ever, was a charter yeah, session right. with Forbesy. And we got 12 cod for the yeah, day wow. out of Carawana. It was the best session ever. I was like, this boat with that motor, can, you can just do everything. The electric, <laughs> that session, the electric, I learned was just like, wow. Yeah. That electric motor, I was like, weird. We had a car topper, Jack and I. And if yeah. you want to hear the story about all that start of those little stories, that's in episode one. Yeah. yeah. We had the car topper. And old Man Craig, and you used to troll Old Man Craig. Yeah, troll Old Man Craig, tie up to snags, no electric. But yeah, Forbesy, um, learned a lot from him. Annoyed him for ages. And he would, I would have been like one of those annoying clients that yeah. has been once. And we went yeah. on two trips. We went on the Carawana, then Jack and I went to Pevensey out at Hay. We had a blinder and I missed a good mid-90s fish on my PB before I was only 70. That was on the first trip with Forbesy. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it do it. And even to this day, well, I don't know about post this day, but prior yep. to this day, Forbesy said he's never seen a cod jump like a barra. No joke, come off his stick. I, I went whack and I hit it and it just came at me. Yep. And it got to beside the boat and literally went like that. And jumped on the back and no show, <laughs> shook its head. Yep, it was 90, 95. And Forbes, Lua fell out and Forbes, he's like, that was a good one. And he's like, I've never seen a cod jump like that. Yeah, right. Literally just went bang, went shake, shook its head out of the water. Obviously, I was helping it yeah. lift it out, but it literally had its head out and shook its head. And, wow. Yeah. Um, so, Jamie Forbes, he was, for those who don't know, he was the um, Riverina Sport Fishing here mm. in Wagga. Yep. Um, I've got one of his boats. Yes, you do. There you go. One of the blue boats. So yeah, him and Dave Carter had two big new guide boats that they didn't actually have for that long. He had the old Polly, the little blue Polly, which he did most of his guiding out of. Yeah. Hocko bought, I think, 
the guy in Mawala bought it, then Hocko bought it, and yeah. then you bought it off Hocko. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. that was, he was um, a big part of it. I did my work experience with him. I was like, you can't do work experience for charter boat guys, surely. I'm like, well, he's Why runs not? a business. <laughs> they got approved. Yeah, yeah. Got approved. Stop me. Got approved. <laughs> through school. It got approved through school. Yeah. And it was middle of winter. So I was like, we don't guide in winter. Yeah. So I went around, what do we do? I've worked on his boat. They were building the new tube. I probably put a crappy pop rivet in your boat. <laughs> if it leaks, it's his, it's his fault. <laughs> I remember working That's on his boat. So we went down there. <laughs> Riverina Sports, ah, sorry, went down to Riverina Marine yep. with Harrows, yep. which is no longer there. Um, and we put a bit of stuff in. I just helped. I, didn't, I mm. just observed. I literally yep. observed. So, yep. um, and then I wrote my first piece ever that went in the DA, so Daily Advertiser. And I talked, he, he made, like, he was helping me write. I remember I'm writing and his wife's like, just let him go. Because I was, like, typing errors, as Karen will know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was, he was telling me what we needed to write about to do the fishing report and it was all salt because it was middle of winter and yep. you, didn't, you didn't chase cod in Blairie in winter. Mm. It wasn't a thing. No. It was now to be... That, cod, that cod, was cod, back cod. in the day when winter time rolled around and we all packed our gear up. Yeah, and yeah just... you didn't do it. So I wrote about... Everyone like, went to sleep for three months. Yeah. yeah. Six, really. Eat, eat meat pies and watch footy and mm. dream about the warm weather. So I wrote about the South Coast. That was the first publish, yep. published piece I ever did in the newspaper. Written... So it says, it's from the fish's mouth, it was. That was the yeah, title. Yeah, I remember that. It's a photo that. of me from Pevensey. The fro is like this. The fro was hectic. <laughs> Did you, have you seen the photos from me as a kid? I oh, know. It's bad. Well, Him and Jack. Jack looks like a cavoodle. Jack had, he looked, Jack looked like a cavoodle. Jack had massive dreads. Jack had these massive right, dreads. Dread and he had this massive, like, Guy Sebastian early 1990s <laughs> wasn't afro. That wasn't that big. It was it had a big huge. fro, though. We should have done some backlighting, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I had to give a bit of an idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was those days. So, so there's a photo of me. There's a little tiny one in like the bottom of each screen. That's it's stuck on my wall. That <laughs> article, even though it's got a kingfish, someone with a kingfish in the photo, which is we better dig those old photos out. I reckon I'd yeah. like to see them. Yeah, so I might use them on social. Um, that's it. That's yeah. for the people. For yep. the people. Yep. That's it. And then to you guys, the team, the membership, everyone who's contributed. Karen's been a huge part of it. Obviously, you as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you mentioned earlier that you played a bit of soccer. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of other people that I interview. Yeah. Randomly. Yeah, it is random. Yes, yeah. some people are really good at it. <laughs> I just seem to be fishing in the soccer. What did you play? But I played soccer. <laughs> did you really? I did. But See, what is know, it? Obviously, you guys talk a lot in the boat. Grant yourself. Grant Yeah, I know. But what makes the difference? Why is, why is fishing no. <laughs> Why wasn't it soccer or... You know, some sort of because he saw what was it that hobby. captured? Wasn't good enough. <laughs> what, yeah. what drives you to what drove you to fishing? What what is it? I wanted to be a professional soccer player. Obviously, as, you know, every kid at one stage wants to be a pro at playing that sport. Soccer was huge. Dad's yeah. from um, dad's Aussie, but his mum's Dutch and his dad's English. So yeah, soccer's a big thing. People make millions of dollars. Out I of probably would have. If, if I was good, I probably would have. <laughs> Who knows? I might not have fallen into fishing. I'm glad it's happened how it has because I wouldn't have it any other way. But why fishing? But um, well, you, you, you wouldn't call it fell into fishing. You chose fishing. Based on a path. I used. To, I was born in Melbourne. Mum and dad didn't have to move to Wagga. If they stayed in Melbourne, I wouldn't have. Who knows? I might not have fished until I was 25 and went with a mate and not really liked it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We moved back to Wagga, dad's from Wagga, mum's from Melbourne, they moved to Wagga to give us a better life yep. for sport and outside and just city life's just no good for a kid. Yep. 
from their opinion, and I believe that's true. Um, yeah, yeah. So the path of fishing, but when I was, say, exposed to fishing, yeah, you're saying what drove yeah, what, me to yeah. keep doing it? Yeah. I think, and I think I've talked about it before. I think coming back to it, I think it's that unknown. It has to be that. And I think the thing that draws me to cod over, because I can answer how I, because I would pick chasing cod any day over saltwater fish. Yep. I've got so many people saying, oh, do you want to do the flat end? Come and do this. There's no interest in that. Mm. It's just, there's something about, there's a lot about, and I can explain that, but about fishing in general, I think it's just that anticipation of what could it be? Like, yep. what is, mm. like, this, yeah, we're about to go on a three day drift and you cannot be any more excited. Mm. How many fish? What are we going to catch? What's the, I don't know, but what's going to happen? Yeah. Are we going to catch a big one? Are we going to miss a big one? And we're going to, you just at what moment in that retrieve, you don't know when it's just going to go bang. Yeah. And I think the thing that draws me to cod or fresh water over the salt, the scenery is massive. That's what draws me to the river over the dam. Yeah. And it's the hit. Yeah. The hit from a cod is just epic. And the mm. style of fishing. We went up north with Paul and we bottom bashed. It was the most boring style of fishing ever. Mm. Literally, drop it to the bottom, boom. Yeah. Em red Emperor. He's like, that's a massive Red Emperor. I'm like, yeah, but that was boring. Massive, big, lead weight. Yeah. I just wound yeah. it up and it could have been a Nanagai or it could have been a Coral <laughs> Trout or it could have been the other one I just wound up. Yeah. It was just on the bottom, oh, yeah, got him. Yeah. What was fun was chasing the tuna because there was a bit of skill yeah, in that. Different, yeah. yeah. So I think I really love that artistic part of what fishing is and, yep. and, and all the elements combined to it yeah. it's, not just, it's not just it's not just one no thing. it's no. the casting the fact you've got to get it in there observing the water yep. learning about the fish themselves i think that's what draws me to cod learning about how they tick you know, remember the conversations we used to have even those furies like when we were rigging them, when you were rigging the RP shads, it was non-stop back and forth every day of the week. We yeah. were trying to figure out the, why they were hitting, how they were hunting, what they were hunting. And that was the biggest driving thing out of it. That's, that's, that's what we loved about, like what literally was, it was the unknown. You'd sit there and we'd be studying jig heads going, why is Yeah, will that be the right? Why is he eating the head? Oh, geez, the teeth marks on the head. And I still thought they ate head first. Mm. I actually still thought they ate head first until the live tech. Yeah. They actually eat under the chin every single time, but that's why the teeth marks are on our jig head. And I'm actually glad they eat under the chin because it's much easier to put a hook under the chin than it is to put it up where the line ties onto the front of the hook, which is what we were trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> Putting hooks on backwards. And yeah. Nightmares. <laughs> Mate, we had, I remember, I remember Reece showing me one. I was like, I think it's like a friggin' echidna. It's got points everywhere. Yeah, Paul said that to me. He's like, you seriously need that many hooks on the floor? <laughs> yeah. We're like, yep. Trying to work out where it bites. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think the unknown. If there yeah. was one thing you could take out of it, other than the scenery, the 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 fact they're such an incredible fish, but fishing itself, because yeah. I used to catch a carp. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's so much that goes in because even with the carp, we used to catch them on the six pound and learn how to fight them. And then I think every day was, how many can we catch today? What are we going to catch today? We're going to get a big one. Yeah. yeah. I think that's. And it's still there. Yeah. It'll always be there, won't it? Yeah, it's stronger now than it used to yeah. be. It's, yeah, it's worse now because I actually don't fish as much as I did when I was a kid. Yeah. And you learn so much more and you learn about new spots and we travel now. Do you ever fish for fun? That is fun. Yeah, but do you ever fish just for fun? Do you ever fish 
go ever now you mean now yeah. it, should, it should be more do you ever without, without a camera without, <laughs> without a uh, you know some sort of form of content for the membership in mind do you? i enjoy that though <laughs> i know that you know that like, i enjoy it. i actually get home and go i would prefer to get home and go i had the best trip and i'm also going to help people with this yeah. content i actually get disappointed when i go you idiot, I didn't, I, I just did that for me then, I can't not, yeah. I just really want to do it for both, like, I want to do it for me, I want to do it for me to have the content, but I want to do it to help people as well. Yeah. Do I ever fish for just myself? The last one I did was with Noah in November or September yeah. when we chased those yellows. I actually spoke to yeah. Karen about that and said he will say that he went fishing with Noah and, you know, Noah caught a fish and, yeah. you no, know. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen like when the, when the social fishing really kicked off. I I think that was the, nearly the end of it when yeah. it came down to fishing. Like we knew how much you loved it because you'd be like, Chris, you want to come for a fish this weekend? You'd be like, Yeah, where are we going? Down the river. I'd be like, Cool. We just got to film a couple of things yeah. while we're down there. And be like, Oh crap! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, only six hours of filming. We'll get a couple of hours. It, it wasn't like that at the start. That was with the complete guy. When you go back to those drifting days, there was like yeah. heaps of fish in there. But yeah, no, I don't do much anymore. I just yeah, it's not at this stage. There's the a reason same, for that though. It's not the same without without it though, is it? Like, what do you mean? For you, I know. For me, I am. I don't fish without filming, whether it's with. The membership or not, or with your boys, or with me boys, yeah. Because it just kind of, it, one, it's really good for me personally just to look back on. But for you and for me and everyone in the membership, as far as creating that content, it just, you know, what if you miss out on something? We could teach people about. What if you miss out on something that you want to watch back, like this cod that ate my lure the other day, and why it didn't stick? Yeah, <laughs> that. Yeah, <laughs> I would be spewing if I didn't have that camera on. Because it happens so much different. Yeah. You learn so much yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. I do do that though. I did that with Noah, I didn't record. Yeah. yeah because that's, I forgot, I, mean, that's... I forgot the clamp. <laughs> <laughs> I had all the gear, I, I, I forgot the clampy <laughs> thing for the back GoPro. I was yeah. like, bugger it. Yeah, just go yeah. for a fish. Um, but yeah, I do. Some quick yeah. night sessions, went up with Jimmy the other night and yeah. didn't pack it just because yeah. the point of that trip was to get photos and content for the report. Yeah. So there's always that. There's always photos, and which is easy, heaps easy in filming. Filming fish is difficult. Because it's a mass that goes into the, the membership too, isn't it? Like it is, it's constant, mm. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Unrelenting machine that needs to be fed. Yeah, and it doesn't get fed enough, which is why if we grow up more, we'll get more members, more yep. people, we can, for example, we're looking to hire someone. Yep. Karen does three days a week. I've offered her more. <laughs> <laughs> 10 days a week, if they, 10 days a week. <laughs> just magical yeah, <laughs> yeah and then we're going to hire a video editor uh, yeah. just because there's not enough time to create as much content as we want for people because people live here and there and there and there I'm like well, yeah I can't do it as much as I would love to do it it's pretty exciting though isn't it to yeah the, it's a good game it's good know, fun yeah currently building the HQ <laughs> oh yeah how's that going Rose? yeah yeah yeah, nearly there, it's nearly yeah. there. So we've got a, uh, a building at home off the shed, just so one, I can get away from the kids and work yep. separately, didn't want to work in town and for hiring people. Yeah. So we've got an office place to work. So that's a little bit tricky too, that whole work-life balance thing when you're working in an office in your house. Obviously you've got to have time for your family. Yeah, Noah's enough to know, knock, knock, dad. Yeah. Finish work. Yeah, he's a pretty full-on sort of he's age. old enough now, so. Yeah. It's, it's hard. I was trying to pack and my daughter's in there yeah. chewing on cables, pulling drone off charger. Yeah. 
like, kid, get out. Yeah. Get out. Because <laughs> no one knows how to open it. He puts the knife in and turns the thing. <laughs> puts a knife oh, in the keyhole yeah. and turns it. Because the keyhole's on this side and the lock thing's on the inside. Yeah. It's getting too smart. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, we've got an uh, office for growth and fingers crossed we have our big plans. Like, yeah. yeah. Big plans to help as many people as possible to mm. grow it and grow it and grow it. And the more support we get from, you know, people listen to this podcast or yeah. if you're watching this on YouTube or yeah. whatever, um, the membership is the best way to support what we do, but we do it to help people catch fish. Like obviously don't join if you don't want to get something out of it, but it's a service. It's there as a service. You um, can't do it any other way. You no. need that income to... I mean, just from equipment alone and running boats, let alone having to feed yourself, because it's a full-time job for you, mm-hmm. and it has been for how long now? Um, yeah, three years. Three years. Just three days before now, I quit my full-time job. I think I mentioned this before. I quit on the Wednesday, Noah was born on the Saturday. Yeah. I did the pre- we did that launch, Chris and Talis came up. Yeah. Oh, that's right, we did. For too. a premiere, the premiere video, if people remember that premiere launch video we yeah. had 600 people try to get on it crashed yeah. three or four times yeah that was a, sh- a show <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but we that was pre-recorded we recorded that yeah. the week before yeah um it was really it, again chris shot up all the way to tumor just to film that one night and yeah. shot back and tell us and we had the white we went really good i want to do more like that because we had the yeah. whiteboard and we drew stuff and yeah yeah talked we talked about, about, about fishing we talked about different types Concepts. of structure and it was good that was the launch that was the membership launch that was the moment we launched it that night yeah. with a special on um and that was a wednesday yeah and it crashed i remember yeah. i had a big week that week was all every day was and now i came two and a half weeks early i st- yeah. had another week of work and more and yeah, he was early but yeah so the membership is three years yeah yeah and it's all just driven by by the members through mm-hmm. the subscription mm-hmm. and that just allows the team to put that content together yep because there's people that write reports that we pay yeah they all write reports and create content and they're to help provide what lakes are we covering these days what lakes yeah how many uh but anywhere between 18 to 21, just yeah. depending. Yeah, 21. Yeah, yeah, just depending on. If we a few get, people have breaks every now and again. I just love that first week of every month. Like. <laughs> Dan? <laughs> I have decided to never have a child's birthday party scheduled oh, yeah. for that she had week. a party the other week. Oh, and really? Yes. I offered. I said, do you want me to help? She said, no, no, I'll no, right. no, no. If you, I let him do it, I still, have to, him, right? I still have to still go have to and edit it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did one earlier this week and I went and fixed a few things. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. No, 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 but it's good. Like, and I love doing that editing side of it because I get to see a real insight. And yeah. I know you read all the reports as well, but you can see these yeah. correlations between yeah. rivers and dams at the top of New South Wales, Queensland, right down to Vic. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, you can pick up so much. From everyone yeah you take it yeah, yeah take it on your next trip or try yeah. it or yeah no i'd read as many of them as i can every mm. single month and it's surprising just little you know consistencies from one yep. spot to another or you watch the bite migrate from the north sort of for down the yellows. for the yellows yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah. so yeah no it's it's pretty good there's a lot it's of stuff good. in there is is the amount of information on that website and the amount of if, if you're an angler and you wanted literally the biggest cheat sheet out when it come down to yeah. where the yeah. fish are moving and, you know, rather than annoying Reese every five minutes and going, where are they biting 
great. Well, that's what used to happen. It used to, and it still does. It still does. But I, Karen, would be like, "Oi, you've got to answer these questions." (laughs) But I block them. So for anyone listening to the podcast now, if you haven't heard from me, I get it. But I get masses a day, so I block them every forty-eight hours. I go sit down and do it because otherwise you can't get anything done. So I literally sit down for three hours and do them all in one go. So if you haven't heard from me, I'm either out filming or that's what's happened. But yeah, messages would come through like crazy. So it's like. And it's working because I actually don't get as many messages in the membership as I mm. thought I would because people have everything they need mm. right there. Yeah. Um, except for this week, right before our trip, everyone wanted info. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know those direct messages, yeah, so yeah. you wouldn't yeah. see them. Yeah. Um, no. And you get them too, you all yeah. get them. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I was like, whew, everyone's going on a trip. Yeah, right. Well, because it's a lot of people taking Monday off. And there's a good problem. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Good well, it's there. your weekly predictions telling everyone how yeah, the conditions go are going to be fishing. like, get out there, this is it, this is yeah. what you're waiting for. It works good though, the membership's really good. Yeah. I think we've come up with a good platform, we've got more ideas to grow it, and obviously the tech, there's a lot of money that goes into developing an app, which we want, but yeah. that'll come. Yeah. But the website, yeah, and the work in behind it, that's not to do with fishing. So there's work for Karen and I to create content, and you help we all film and create content and edit. Then there's the website itself. Yeah, that's the bit I stay oh, it's, it's, it's a main thing. And I, you know, Karen hears, I'm like, yeah, we're doing an update or something went down. And Karen's yep. like, really? <laughs> so much. I to don't like it. update week. No. <laughs> so I, th- I think that's something that people don't understand other than other people who have tried to do it. In How the, much goes into in the it, industry. Into yeah. the actual website yeah. building itself. I know a few other people have tried and yeah. don't spend enough time on that and it fails. Yeah. Um, well, you were saying earlier, you know, Paul had heard from so many different people saying, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, just young people mm. going, yeah. I have ambitions to do this or that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think a big part of why it is what it is, is I don't know if you call it self-control or I don't know what the word is for it, but it's an ability to go, no, not fishing. This needs to happen. Yeah. Um, Stubbornness. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of that. A little um, bit of that in there. But yeah, like you, you, you're incredibly determined. Yeah. And I will, I will say the word. You've got a goal. And I, I, you I, get there. Since, since day dot, you've had this concept. I, like I said, you probably had, even Paul Worsing's like, don't do it. In the face of so many people, you've stuck to your guns to your credit. And um, you've pulled off probably one of the one of the greatest. Oh, I'm not going to give you a big head because I, you know I don't like doing it. One I'm of the greatest freshwater platforms. Oh, I agree. Bar none. Yeah, yeah. Bar none. Like yeah, that's not Australia. Bar it none. Is, there is, yeah. and I've 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 seen a lot of other platforms. I've been on Instagram, Facebook, ground. It's the most comprehensive. Bun. And it, it, it's constantly evolving. It's not something you look there and go, "Oh, that's three months ago." Yeah, that's the issue. But that's, you, for the ones that are out there, like blogs and that, they can't be sustained past being just fun because yep. they don't make money. That's right. Like yeah. you talk to Graham with his flick and fly journal thing yep. and he'll tell you like, oh, one got married, had kids and didn't have time. But yeah. I didn't want this to do that because people were asking these questions. So there was a need. There yep. was a need and I was like, there's a need here, but to only solve the need, I need you guys, I need to build something that you can buy yep. that then allows us to keep doing it. Yeah. And people hate that whole, and I think that's a really bad mindset of people who sell what they do or sell content. But it, it really, like, it wouldn't exist. Put it that way. If, yeah, if no, the membership yeah. wasn't there and you didn't have to pay 200 bucks a year for it, it would not exist. So it's either grab it and enjoy it, what it is, or, or don't. Um, but if heaps of people don't, it disappears. Well, yeah. 
it, it won't be there. Yeah. Because yeah. we keep updating it. It's just heaps of content. It's mm. it, content each week. Mm. It's, yep. been, it, it's, it's from the word go. Like, I think me and you are probably the exact same thing. If someone, you sit there and go, 200 bucks or learn this your own. Oh, yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. Like, the amount of, and the amount of times we struggled and learned something more, learned something more, learned some more, and then now it's, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I would pay that a hundred times over. Yeah. Easily. Well, you look at it as a guide. It's, it's similar to what you get from a guide, but completely different. A guide's one day, yeah. one scenario. Very hands-on, cost way more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this we can kind of, and people ask, like, why don't you go into guiding? Mm. I don't have time or want to go into that because this is where my, I want to service and help as many people as I can yeah. rather yeah. than if I worked every day of the week, I'd be able to help 360 people. Mm. We help more every day than 360 every day in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Back to the name, mm. which you guys both know, mm. it wasn't social, like beer drinking social. It was social digital. Did you just say beer? <laughs> <laughs> you can't say beer at this time of the night without a beer. <laughs> Sorry. Did you order one with your pizza? <laughs> Um, yes, yeah. so social was the digital social, Facebook social sort yeah. of mm. aspect of it, yes. which mm. I think people clicked to after. Eventually, mm. we did, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about a highlight, maybe, of since starting the SF membership? Yeah. Like the messages you get from people, I know we've discussed them a few times. Any that like stick in your mind? Yeah, you know which one. Yeah, okay. It's the, <laughs> what was his name? He had two boys, and it was only about four months ago, yep. I think. Chris? Could I don't know. I'm, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't I'm remember a bit his name. Um, but he had two boys. It's a very long message. Yeah. I sent it to you, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow. Yeah. Carol sent me an emoji with tears, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and in a nutshell, he just said, I found the membership. Two, my two boys that we've gone out and caught fish. Um, it's brought the family closer. Um, we spend heaps more time together. It just, he said, it just br- it brought us it together brought as a together. family. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much because we've got this passion now. Because wow. they learn, they've learnt what yeah. you know. So they've learnt. So then they've taken that. They could have gone fishing without that. But the enjoyment of catching fish, the boys catching fish, which they got from what they learnt, they literally read, consume go and do catch yeah. fish it's like nearly everyone in the membership yeah. it, it works for it's it's just cut and paste you yeah. just gotta put in the time obviously yeah, yeah. Yeah. and do you remember what else he said in that it was a pretty long thing he's like i can't remember what the start part was but it was literally i just remember the nutshell of it's changed our family, family. yep brought wow. us together yeah yeah a couple of photos man. of the boys one had a yep. 90 centimeter cod he said with this passion, we've never had a passion that we all shared. And yep. they th- sit him, down together, watch the videos together. Him and his two boys, he said, it's like, like just, didn't it save thing. their family or something? Or? It's pretty close to yeah, it. Yeah, something was going on. Oh, I can't remember, but anyway, yeah. yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. I'm going to print it and stick it on the wall yeah. in the mm-hmm. office. Because some people probably think it'd be a big fish story. And like, there's yeah. heaps of those where people have, but... There's so much power in those yeah. messages yeah. to hear. Yeah, yeah you're having an impact That's on someone That's else's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to print it. It's a big message, but I'm going to even pull bits out of it. I'm going to print it and put it on the wall when we move in the office. I can read it all the time. Because that's why we do it. That is yeah. not, not to save people's lives, but we do it yeah. to bring people enjoyment 
we don't do it for us. So like this trip we're going on, we're going to sacrifice that much fishing time, yeah. which is really hard because it's my favourite way to fish. But yeah. we will be filming for three or four hours yeah. each day, mm. just content, yeah. which is what people thought I was crazy back in the day when we were doing it. They're like, what are you, what? I'm like, they're like, how'd you go? I was like, yeah, I only got two. We caught two fish, but we only fished for about we, three we hours. Did, we were out there all we day. Did, we just yeah. did the Arvo session mm. and um, we, we'd sit there in the middle of the sun on foot. That surface mm. tutorial day, we did service. Yeah, it was, it was 40 degree heat yeah, and hot. we filmed all hey, day. Hey, hey, we didn't, what about your Bucks party? 44 degree heat. That's the thing, like we did, we went up there, we went all the way up the Tin Taladra and we filmed from Sparrow's Fart till like literally only started yeah, catching fish hot. on dark. Yeah, yeah, we just But we filmed. sat there and we sweltered for the passion yeah. and love of it. Talking about lures and yes, yeah, so I've done a lot more of that than fishing. I would probably know more mm. if I fished more, but that's the point of membership. You fish, you fish. Chris, everyone, uh, 20 contributors, yeah. and that in its own allows me to not fish as much and then create the content and still fish. And Massive pool of information. Yeah. yeah, so good. It's, yeah. yeah, I know it's definitely expanded my, um, you know, my fishing knowledge as well in a pretty short period of time. It's been an epic three. You know how I've had the yeah. best fishing in the last three years? And I don't think, I don't know if it's because I fish more because I've travelled more or maybe yeah. I've learnt more because of the membership. Mm. I don't know, but... If you look at how many big fish I've caught and good fish and quality fish in different places from the last three years, yeah. if I, because this is when we started filming properly, I didn't really film my fish much before because I didn't have the whole GoPro setup thing. Mm. I tried to film off the ADD yeah. and it was a nightmare. You just changing batteries all day and that's when the camera went in the drink. Yeah. Um, so we, we fished occasionally, we filmed occasionally, but we mainly just filmed the sit down talky stuff, the tip stuff when it comes to fishing. I didn't have much footage of fish caught until just prior to the membership when I kind of worked out this whole way to film with GoPros and keeping them running mm. and and they were clear enough to do it. Back in the day they weren't clear enough, yep. they sucked because they're in the cage and you couldn't hear them. Yep. Um, so between that and my camera and filming it all, we've actually filmed really well since then but the memories and the fish I've caught in the three years, we've captured so much mm. epic. You're one from Copeton, there's so many memories there, so cool. Is there one trip fish that's been the most it memorable was. in that time. What was the trip? Oh, one fish was that one I caught out of that cod, that 97, I caught out of a trout stream, which I've written a story about many, many times. I didn't record that one. That was one I didn't record because it wasn't even a fishing trip. I was with Adam Smith, brother-in-law. That 97, there's a story of that one. And he literally was chasing trout and I had all I had in the back of the car was a spinnerbait in the roof rack thing. It's like, I had a surface saw, I clipped it on me jumper, walked down. I was like, I'm log there. It could be caught in here. Had like four casts, watched it come out into the stone bar and grab it and took off and just railed me. It was 97. Good <laughs> cod, man. It's massive. And Adam's running down. I got the worst cod done. Yeah, that was, um, that was a good one. Other one that we've captured on footage. Off the top of my head, I can't think of one. Maybe that 124 I got with Talos at Blaring on camera up in Log Creek. That was a massive, epic catch. Just casting the edge, just good footage. You can see the expressions on our face. I really like that one. Yeah, um, Yeah. there's some good ones. There's some good misses. That one from Blaring, off the top. Mm. That was Holy a frustrating dooly. session. 
You can hear it in the voice, I tell mm. you, and that yielding one that I missed off the top. That metery mm. on the gold one would have been better if you didn't flick the second SD card in the drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have made for a good That's clip. a good memorable one. Yeah. That was my first film of Meadery. The one with Hocko. The film with Hocko is definitely the best video. Mm. It always will be. Yeah. Won't beat it. The yeah. story, the first trip to Murray I've ever done, two Meaderies. Hocko got a 120 off the top. He's been chasing a 120 off the top forever. Yeah. I got my first River Meadery, uh, my 104. So that was an epic moment. And it all happened in such a way that it, you couldn't write a better story. Mm. I miss a big one that was close to 120 on the surface on like the middle day thinking that was our only chance for the whole trip. And we had to capture something because yep. we'd filmed all this lead up, driving in, talking, and you can't show something. We have a day worth of fishing and six little fish, but you can't have it. Yeah. And I thought with the boof, maybe you could still, but we've got to get this fish middle of the afternoon on what was some sort of moon situation we found, laid out, found. The, the moon situation, what's, <laughs> moon what's that? What's well, that, Dan? supposedly on, uh, a, I don't know if it was Moonrise or something, we found out three years later or two years later at Nagambi when you guys were all talking about the moon. Um, everybody else was talking about the moon. Phases. Yeah, so it was on the moon that by about two o'clock in the Arvo, and that was meter 104, the video. They're just the raw emotion in that film is mm. just epic. And then for us to think we're done, we've got it, we get our custard, and then the next morning, right across from the boat ramp. We didn't fish that bank the whole time. We literally fished it because it was still dark because we couldn't boat up and down the river. We weren't going to. Mm. Fished at the bottom of the bank and two casts before Hocko goes, I was like, oh, we can nearly see now. head off in a minute. He's like, yeah, we'll go in a sec. Like, looks there. It's kind of the scrubby end of the bank, which wasn't much. He's like, yeah, mm. we'll go in a sec. Puts a cast in and goes, oh, that is not where that was meant to go. Mm. And I'm like, what's that? He's like, no, I was meant to go over there. That's the retrieve, 120, Oof. boom, Oof. grabs it. Stayed on, I nearly jumped in trying to net it because he's got fluoro and I'm trying to net it and he's trying to bring it up current. And as I go to net it, mm. it he like drops a bit and I'd like die. You hear me smash me ribs into the side <laughs> of the boat trying to get it in the net. Yeah, it was, that's one that'll stick with me for a long time. That yeah. was epic. I have to go back because the moon came up. Yes. And I know all of us have had experiences where we've had theories and Reese is like, no. Shot them down. Shot them I down. Didn't, didn't wouldn't no. believe us and we've had to prove ourselves. I, no. I just said, how? <laughs> he that, needed the scientific That's your story version. now. How? That was. It was no, how. that's the story that you tell everyone well, now. I said, uh, in, Once in, upon a time, it was dead set. No freaking way. That's Give BS. me a top one. What's the... Oh, here we oh, go. What's your, I know you've probably you've got heaps. I've got stacks. Really? Were you a moon man back in the day? Oh, mate. Well, first one would have been was it no? Would have been soft plastics. You like, it was hard to believe, but we ended up doing it. But scent. Me and you have oh, grounded over. We're calling these moments moon moments. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. They're not necessarily related to the moon. They're just related to things that I never believed in. So yes. scent. Scent. It was, like, it was yes. like fish swam around without a nose. And Reese was like, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. They don't, they don't go. And he would criticize me, ridicule me. I would, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Sounds now. Right. Yeah, Tristan would be like, yeah, Sam. I'm like, mate, they just, they charge up and they smack it. Even in the rivers, I don't think you would outfish someone with scent in a flowing river. Like, 
I would quite happily not have sent on this next trip for three days in a river, but a dam definitely with still water. But I'd never believe so that. So Reese is not using <coughs> scent, nor will be. Yeah, we will remember that. that. No, I've got a scent. I've got a scent. You still use scent. See if I go seven zero. You just said you'd be quite happy. So one, you're going to be targeting big fish. You're not throwing little at all. We've had this conversation. I'm not throwing little, no. Two, we are not using scent. Well, I'm using scent, but you're, you're not. not. No, I never said that. You said I'd be quite happy, but I've got it. It's in there. So you'd be happy to, but you're not going to be, you're no. going to use it anyway. Yeah, might as well. Why? It just doesn't hurt. Put on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going down the Chibot. It's busted. I remember, I remember going down the river fishing with him once. He's like, scent's stupid. This is, that, that's dumb. That's dumb. And I had um, garlic spike it. He's like, that's dumb. I'll have a bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, I will run it because the river's dirty and if a fish for some reason wants to chase the lure and they can smell petrol on like a petroleum smell on a plastic, then I might catch one extra fish with scent. So yes, I would still use scent. Okay. How about you, Dan? But back in the day, I, I didn't moments. believe it at all. Moon Chris moment. Moon moment. <laughs> I edited and published an article of his on scent and I was like, I still don't believe it. But <laughs> since I still published it. So I literally contacted a marine biologist. He's like, That's yeah. right. There was yeah. a lot of research. Oh, there was so oh, much research. Science. I was yeah, so science. I was so yeah. determined to like shut him up. He's like, mm, that's good. Still not going to use sand. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't have any actual moment moment. I've been a part of conversations about both subjects extensively. Mm-hmm. I do remember when you were finally convinced on the moon when we were at Nagambi with Paul, Paul, and Paul said, at the fish farms, they feed the fish according to the moon. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was it. That was end of conversation. The Didn't matter what we said. No. Nah. No. Nah. I said. Because that, was, that <laughs> was, it was Paul, though. It was, no, because it was science it then. It was evidence. Yeah. yeah. So that's, like, that's it. I said that. That was my honest truth. I said, well, there's evidence. And yeah. then he said there's a book. And he, he named yeah. the book. He so said, go read the yeah. book. All the personal experiences that have been shared with you previous to that. Because Paul said so. <laughs> now it was in one book by one fish farm dude. And it was like, yeah, Including done. my all night session and I caught a fish yeah, right on moon rice. <laughs> <laughs> right on it. But you will agree there is a lot more that goes into of course. a set. You, I, I would only believe it if you did you can't keep it's like if you're doing an experiment you need to keep everything else the same and change one thing. Yeah yeah. But you can't. You got temperature, you got lures, you got how you cast, you got how you retrieve, you got where. Yep. No one like Water you don't go for every barometer. you don't go every night in a week so that you can keep conditions similar. Be nice. You know what I mean? Like if, if someone said, Alright, I went every day this week in winter to this lake, I went to the same lake for a whole week spring, went for a whole week autumn, went for a whole week summer, maybe not spring because it's closed. Yeah. And then go there and make sense, but it's happened so much. Mm. And I think at Nagambi Hawk, I go, when did you catch that cod? Scroll back on his thing, and he's like, look, the moon come up, yep. literally within 10 minutes of you catching that fish at, and that was good evidence because it was outside the prime windows. Yeah. Yeah, and it's how you take that on board is, yeah, is the next thing. For mm. example, I went with Fletch the other day, we got three surface hits in the Arvo, yep. no moon, anything happening. The morning, the moon rose, right on 6.30, which was sunrise, so you think it'd be epic. No, nah, because the temperature is more important at this time of year. The warmer water in the Arvo yeah. is way more important yeah. than the cooler water. But Men can do what it likes. I do agree that I was in the wrong. Wow. Yeah. Good. On all, on all three cameras and four microphones. <laughs> he can edit that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, there's definitely, yeah, yeah, consideration that should have been there, which I didn't have evidence for, which is just something that yeah. I've always been like. And, I don't think it's a bad thing, you don't mm. jump to conclusions, but 
I never. I should have been watching. He will openly shut you down, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I should have. Um, I should have paid more attention to my catches and maybe lined it up. I never did that personally. Yeah. Should have. No one else is likely to count in that scenario anyway. No, so. not at all. I have screenshot the moon for the next three days, so it's on my photos. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like eight thirty-nine. Time it. Yeah, it's like eight thirty-nine and ten, or it's like yeah, like. They won't be the times that we'll be filming. No. Right. That's a good that's a good point about the moon. We've talked I don't know if we're talking about it in the podcast, but how you do it, maybe look at you got your morning and arvo bite windows mm. and then you've got moonrise, moon set, moon above, moon below. Yep. Obviously if you're only fishing in the day, two of them won't line up, but two yep. might. Maybe instead of having lunch at twelve, you have lunch at one thirty yep. after that prime mm. bite. While we are on the fishing side of things, mm-hmm. we'll just get a bit of insight because I know you like to ask people that are on the podcast that you're interviewing um, sometimes some of their secrets and scenarios for fishing. Secrets? Well, dish them. <laughs> I don't know if they're secrets, but maybe just ways that you go about doing a couple of different scenarios. So we're leading up into the big winter cod season at the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, if there's a listener out there going, you know, that's something that I'd really like to get into. You're heading up to the dam to chase a metery. Mm-hmm. Maybe your top three. Only otherwise. three. Top three. Three. Tips. There's three we, we, things we, we've dis- that... We've, dis- we've discussed this at length, how we should narrow you down to three. Yeah. Otherwise, we've three we have must to, we must might do's. have a part two or part three. Three must-dos for chasing a cod Big in the cod winter. Dam. How are you going to get one? Yeah. Um, find food source or cod activity. Can I mix the two? So find cod activity or food, um, meaning you will find cod on your sounder. And we used to do this on our traditional, had a little Garmin. Yeah. Little, one was blue background. I used to turn it, or at least undo the things, turn it around in the console. Oh my God, I remember and that. Look back at it. And it worked. But the lesson I learned from this one session was my Bucks party weekend trip. A quarter metre 12. Um, on the first night. Well, I fished the same bank exactly the same time, both nights. One big long bank, it's like a five hour bank. We did the exact same thing the second night. We literally fished the same bank. Mm. The first night, this is when we were learning about the bait, it wasn't a big thing. And the, the sound was scattered, there was stuff everywhere. Jack got a good hit and I got a 112. Um, but cod are so hard to learn from because they give you no feedback, mm. it's not like flathead. Um, the next night we did the exact same thing, not a single touch. And Ryan goes, you notice that stuff on the screen wasn't on the screen tonight? That stuff on the screen. <laughs> he didn't know. He's like, that sounder was like going all crazy last night. Wasn't yeah. it? He's like, it's like clean as a whistle or not. Literally after the full five hours, 1.30 in the morning, yeah. we sat down to take lures off. He's like, it was clean. I was like, yeah, it was. Yeah, right. He's like, what was that stuff? I'm like, well, they were a carp, a little carp getting yeah. around. Yeah. He's like, well... It's gone. Mm. I'm like, well, yeah. And it's big, it's huge. Adam killed us because he found fish at Wyatt Glass. Yeah. Carp. So activity would be one. Um, I know we've talked about all this stuff all the time. Yeah. The other would be to... Maybe something that someone wouldn't necessarily think of. Yeah, so bait is one. Yeah. The other one, we do talk about them a lot. What about clothing or equipment or something like that? One thing I will say is boat control or the noise. Yep. Holy dooly, people make a lot of noise out there mm. and they don't realise they're spooking fish. So pulling up, I've talked about this before, but pulling up well before a bank 
um, quiet on your electric, like don't go quick, go yeah. as slow as you can on it. And you, you, you can't wear boots if you, no. or do what I do with the hatch just to annoy Dan. Mm. He hates <laughs> it, hates it. I've got, Boom! I've got two kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> I fish for them and I've it's like, mm. yeah. The hatch mm. just bang. Where's the chips? They're in that hatch over there. Oh, cool, radio, get the chips out, drop them on the floor. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on top of a school of yellows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. But yeah, in the empowerments, yeah, it, it, it's it's huge. Um, the other thing for me would be setting the hook. Yeah. Um, because you can do everything you can do, but in that moment, the fish grabs it, and you don't know what to do in that moment in the fight, yeah. and you lose a fish. Well, that's just as bigger part of the puzzle. Yep. Setting the hook as hard as you can, high speed reels, and it's not so much about the hook set, it's about the next window. So you go bang, right? Unless the fish drills you, unless you go like that and it just goes bang, rips back, it's it's game on there. Yep. That's happened with Talos' 136. He literally just went crunch, and it was just on all that Goldwyn River topwater one I got. It was literally, yep. I couldn't lift. Yep. But most of the time, because they don't have a log they need to go back to, they will just eat and just shake their head. Yeah. Especially if they chuck it. One other thing is they'll fight heaps harder if it pins them here or here or here because they can turn and go. If it gets them in the throat, they'll just open their mouth and shake their head and they'll just float up to the boat. It's mm. really easy to land like that. But if they grab it, you set the hook, the biggest issue is this next bit. You never pump and wind a big cod. You shouldn't even pump and wind a cod full stop. Mm. Like that rule of pump and wind, unless you get halfway through, that's a lie. If yeah. you're in the river and you've got a big fish on, then it's kind of like, you know, but the first half of the retrieve should be bang and just wind like they do for the bass um, in America. You yeah. see they strike and wind, they do it for a reason. Yeah. If you strike and wind, you're keeping the same tension. Whereas if you go to drop, you lose tension. Most of the time, a lot of the cod you land that are big won't even be past the barb. Mm. But half the time, the lure falls out in because the their mouth is like a rock. It's big funny fish. people's reaction, eh? When you're out there fishing, you set on a big fish, you and they're just like, speak. "Holy, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what you was know, that?" I'll, I'll, yeah, you, you, you'll see Reese at like the nose of the boat, and you'll be like, yip, 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 and you'll turn around and set the back. Yeah, yeah the run backwards, yeah. and yeah. he's like. Like up here, like wow. Yeah, run backwards because yeah. you feel like you're losing it. Like you feel like you can't gain on it until they brought out the high speed reels. Yeah, they need to bring back that Revo Rocket yes. beast. Yeah, the Revo Rocket they made in a beast, mm. and Simon had a few, and I got two of them. You do not drop people, fish with that. People, you do used not to drop fish. Laugh at me for running those reels. The high yeah. speed reels, mm. yeah. Now, ten point one to one gear ratio. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it retrieves a meter <laughs> eight, and I think the high speed beast, which is pretty good, is mm. eighty six centimeters per turn, whereas the standard's like sixty centimeters per turn. Yeah. So you can literally go bang eighty centimeters, and you you need it because you need to go bang and pump, 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 or run backwards, run back in the boat, and keep setting the hook. Yeah. Don't keep doing that, but just keep pressure on because mm. you'll likely land the fish yeah. just with the hook sitting there if you keep pressure on the fish and wandering. That's a big one. Yeah. Swing as hard as you can yeah. for a big winner cod. Even literally. though it feels like it's a big hit already, swing, still swing, yeah. Swing, no matter if it's there, there, yeah. there, there. I've seen many fish drop to people that just go, I'm on. I'm on. And I'm no, you're not. Yeah, you can't do it. Three you seconds or even a two seconds later, you fish is gone no. and i got snapped off twice when i was younger at blaring two yeah. fish snapped me off on the strike yeah hasn't happened since i've tied an fg or i haven't had it happen for a long time if you yeah. set your drag and i think back in the day we were using small reels they just went like 
normal drag, normal drag, normal, locked. Yeah. They had no member. Like if, even yeah. they do today, if it's not a, a, a swim bait style reel, yeah. there's it's no not, drag. Yeah, it's not built for Those it. beasts no. are no. unreal. You just keep clicking it and it's just Proper smooth. smooth. Yeah. Whereas if you go bang to locked, I think that's why I popped a couple back yeah. in the day. Um, I remember I popped one, I had this hit, I had this hit that was close to me and I struck and snapped it. And the next hit I had like a full length cast, so I didn't strike real hard and I dropped it. Mm. One end to the other. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta, yeah, you gotta strike hard then with three tips. Yeah. And that's why, once again, these are all tips that are in the membership that. Oh yeah, oh, we yeah. talked and, about that. And the like, Q&As. How, how, many, how many hundreds of hours have gone into just that? Like literally mm. figuring out how to strike. <laughs> yeah. How many fish have we literally dropped yeah, doing that? Like, man, I used to run an egg beater. You did for your distance. Distance. Yeah, Gigi sent that. He went. We went up. <laughs> we went up to Blairing. Is his last time he's probably ever fished. Well, actually, he's fished it since then and wouldn't go back. Before, yeah, he got a one twenty-five. It would have to be yeah. probably the fourth biggest fish I've ever seen on a spin reel that he was. <laughs> 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 Literally, they were hooking. <laughs> they were like. <laughs> <laughs> gone and yeah. i still don't know how because you can't get enough purchase on a strike i don't think compared to a bait caster oh, you got less control in the fight but, but that's what i wanted i needed it. I, I wanted i just wanted that, that distance that that i wanted to be and it worked out there because yeah. it was well away from the boat fish didn't know it was there yeah. it was back in the day where there was so many and they would chew a plastic willingly in the day and i remember that and i remember asking you after that oh what happened oh that reel fell apart it literally, <laughs> that literally got it up i was like wow well, like undo the bail arm, it could be a free line. I undid the bail arm and it fell in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it was an old fluger. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> it fell yeah. apart. So catch the meter 25 and it's done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Going on, I suppose, with the SF membership and I suppose social fishing, like where to next? I know we've spoken mm. about, you know, we're expanding at the moment, the build's happening, we're looking at employing someone. Um, but where is the Where's it going in the future? Like, how far do you want it to go? How far can you see it going? You guys could probably answer that question. You probably haven't talked about it that many times. Um, we have. They yeah. Haven't. No. no. Um, as much content as we can create, I would love to be able to create more maps quicker, if that's the word, uh, more often, because they take a huge amount of effort. So in the near future, in the next couple of years, it's just more educational content covering more area more fish like we're doing here more river stuff so more content more maps and it's more of a regional thing so we've done parts of Vic and parts of new south i want to do more of the river system so people know where to go camp they understand the flows for different rivers new zealand already, yeah dan's like can, where's <laughs> me where's me <laughs> you just did a trip to new zealand and dan's like where's me membership of new zealand, new zealand? yeah um you'll be our rep over there yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to like fumble through the information they've actually got a site like dedicated which is put together by um, fish and game new zealand which is i think somehow funded or in conjunction with uh, the new zealand government because mm. they're massive on recreational fishing over there but even that it was just it's just so clunky i spent i don't know how many hours trying to put that information together i printed stuff out and took it with me over there because yeah, right. i wasn't sure how service and things was going to go but uh it's endless like i'm just right. like 
why have we not done New Zealand yet? Yeah, because you, <laughs> you came to me in the That's other a day. Because <laughs> we haven't done Australia yet. Because <laughs> Dan came to me the other day, he's like, oh, I, I want to be able to do this. And that created a new feature in our membership, which was a yearly planner, which was if someone's traveling through a period, they can check this, which gives you recommendations on where to go for that season. Then you go check the maps. Because yeah. you were like, I'm going to New Zealand here and I would like this. And yeah. I'm like, well, we don't actually do that either with us. So we, mm. we tweaked that. So we've got more features that we want to add, more content, more maps. So it's like a, a short term plan. Obviously, after that, we want to branch into Barra um, yeah. and move right up. So I'd love to do freshwater in the whole east. Eastern Seaboard. I'll go and do that too if you like. Yep, you can go. <laughs> Tassie. I'll sign up for that. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Tassie, Vic, New South. Um, yeah. I would love to employ as many people as I can. Mm. Um, I would love to be able to support people in doing something they enjoy, yeah. but also, you know, helping them have a family and be able to, yeah, and pursue their passion, but also feed a family in that. Mm. So the more people that we could bring in to help with content, you know, you're, you're helping people that, you know, providing a service to uh, yep. members and that, but then also a team, which is really awesome. Uh, and then who knows where it goes. I think it's still in the educational space. We have ideas for like a show style thing, which mm. is more of a kind of like a footy show style, sit down, comedical. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that's, that's sort of an idea we've got there. Just more, more awesome ideas to entertain and educate people. And it's mainly my goal at the minute is the fresh through that region, but who knows, it could go further than, yep. than fresh, but that, that could be a long way off. Like in the show, I really want to do the thing with the idea that you came up with ages ago, Chris. Ages <laughs> I ago, which I was hoping was that we'd actually get this. Challenge thing. SF. Chris mm. goes, we need to do a thing called Challenge SF. I just never had anywhere to fit it in because education is really important and we still haven't got that right yet. And yep. I mainly like screwing around and trying to have fish race. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> so does Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Not the screwing room. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really good entertainment. So like, yeah. and that's what the membership is good. We've got the vlogs and the sessions for entertainment and you learn from them too. Cause if you copy how we do it, you know, you pick things yeah. up and then there's the educational stuff, but I want to do stuff like this, which would be a part of our show. Um, I think the one thing we were drifting down the river yes. in truck tires, that's trying it. to catch a cod. Gonna, <laughs> that yeah. is the first, when we've launched challenge SF, which will come one day, that's the first one, Chris and I, and it's Chris, cause yeah. Chris come up with it. It's Chris and I in, yeah. T tubes, yeah. cool. nothing, rod and a spinner bait in or a hard body in the tubes, floating down. We're going to float on an hour at a wogger or something. Yeah, yeah. First one to catch fish. <laughs> Maybe we're allowed to have flippers. I think we should be allowed to have flippers. I'll definitely take a flippers. Yeah, yeah that'd be fair. Flippers and a rod. <laughs> and scent. Um, yeah, so funny stuff like that. Like, we want people to send in challenges for us to do, but we need more time for that. And to do that, we need more people to help us. Because at the minute, between Karen and I, we don't get enough done. Like, between going away for this trip, get back to answer messages, and it's, it's a big thing. So the more members we get, the more we can grow it. So, yeah, the bigger we grow it, the more people we get in there, the more we grow, the more area we cover, and the more content we create. It's yeah. going good so far though. Yeah. Three years is still going good and going strong after three years through COVID and now yeah. high interest rates, which, yeah. you know, obviously people listening would understand and we've had yeah. a lot of people. Because yeah. fishing, this, it's kind of a, it's not a necessity. It's like an extra, mm. you know, um, it's Unless not feeding family. Like yeah, like you, yeah, we are. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, we've, we've, we're going really good through all of that and we're just going to keep it going. Speaking of challenges, since they came up, one lure, one waterway, one session. Where? Mm, good one. When? Yeah. And what are you using? 
<laughs> shouldn't ask oh, Jake. Sh- <laughs> 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 uh, for those listening, Jake writes our um, report for the North East Vic and said that he would use top water in a morning session on the ovens and he had more than one session and could not get it done. No. <laughs> so that means he can't fish ever again. Yeah, because Alex yeah. said yeah. you never get to right. fish again. He messaged us in the thing and Alex goes, you never get to fish again if you don't catch a fish. So anyway, um, so you're saying one... One lure, yeah, one lure, one location, so where, and one session, so... And I have to catch a fish, or just me, that would be my favourite thing to do? Have to catch a fish, yeah, I reckon. Of course, a right. and B. Because yeah. my favourite thing to do would be a... And Chris is going to laugh. I would say hard body. Yes! Because him and I used to argue so much. Mm. I just spin a bait man all day long, Chris Harbour. I'm like, why do you use those things? And he schooled me on one session with an orgy player. <laughs> Peach cheeks. Peach cheeks. <laughs> Peach cheeks was the colour. Orgy player. I remember the session. I got smoked. Um, it, 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 and it, I was it, like, we were literally. He was like, I'm gonna film a, a, a for the series. Why hard bodies are better than spinnerbaits? So I'm like, no, I didn't think better. It was just a comparison. And it was thing. just one after that. Because the river was low. Say, this is how yeah. you use the spinnerbait. I'm like, boom, on, boom, on, boom, on. Boom. on. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Well, yeah. so anyway, I, I love hard body now. I, I've caught too many on spinnerbaits, and I think hard bodies are by far the pick. They're just so easy to fish, good for big fish or top water. But uh, hard body, um, my, my favourite would be hard body between Gundagai and Wagga, yeah, where yeah. I grew up, or Wagga to Naranja, um, in a morning session what by far. It? If I had to catch a fish, I'd probably go to the Chirrut River with Selta. <laughs> 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 no, that's not, that's not, that's oh, cheating. On. That is um, cheating. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably go Wagga to Naranja. I'd probably go Barren Bed Weir, Piper's yeah. area, halfway to Naranja, yeah, in a morning right. session with a spinnerbait to have to catch a fish. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I would do. And in the season, it would be something like March, that's what I said to Alex in that yeah. thingo. Um, but the sessions, my two, if you said you could go do what we're about to do for three-day float, that is the absolute pick. And then my second favourite place would be Blaring. It's a special, special place, that one. I love it. It's yeah. the best dam. It's my favourite dam by far. What's the attraction? Uh, the clear Wombats. water and how tough it is. <laughs> no, I'd be the clear water. Yeah. The size of them, the fact that them and Copeland are probably the two that you're going to catch 130s. Like, yeah. Not yeah, consistently, yeah. but fair chance. Thanks. So there's that aspect, the clear water, and the fact that it's really hard to fish, mm. which is a massive challenge. I think this has been um, a really epic podcast. It's been episode. cool, eh? I didn't know how it would come together. But yeah, really, really good. Um, I, one thing I sort of just want to touch on before we do wrap things up is what do you think is the some of the biggest challenges that you face or we face in, in the industry that we're in? What do you mean we, like well, us what, as anglers or us as what we're doing? As in SF membership? Yeah, like I reckon you might, people don't understand. I'm sure people probably already know yeah. or could assume. Well, it can be fishing in general as well. Yeah, no, but I reckon what we, our challenge is that even from day dot, I got so much abuse. Yeah. So much abuse from... Um, what we were going to create and helping people, which mm. I find to be crazy. I actually remember when I first launched, it was the night of, and I, or the day after, and I remember I talked to a couple of people, I'm like, oh, are we doing the wrong thing? And they're like, well, no. Mm. That was the only moment I doubted it, the membership, for like one 10 minute moment. And then yep. I was like, no, that's not right. Mm. And now I just don't care. So if you're going to do anything in life or 
be different, which it is different. There's nothing out there like this because yep. we were dedicated enough to push through and create it and it's actually worked. Um, is you're going to get people who don't like it. But I really do not like... And people can behave however they want, so... Yeah. Whatever, but fishing has become incredibly catty, though. Oh, it? I just, yeah. I just do not think it's needed. I talked to a bloke the other day who said he fished with somebody. So he goes, he's a member, and he goes, mate, keep doing what you're doing. I fished with someone the other day who just abused you yeah. and said all these things. And he's like, it was about the ovens, a trip to the ovens. And he's like, I oh, think you're doing epic. You're yeah. helping people. People going out there catching fish. Don't worry about any of them. And I don't. I, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. And. Yeah, it's just, I don't get it. Like, no. I learnt because someone taught me. Yeah. He, someone showed me how to do it. Yeah. You know, we used to work in tackle shop, we used to help people. We, and we, and we got, we copped heat back then from doing what we, we used to do, like teaching people. And Reese always took the moral high ground and nine times out of ten, you'd, like, even early stages, there was people who used to real detractors about what, what you were creating. Mm. And then, you know, there was people like, don't, don't film down there, don't go down there. Oh, so much of that. And, you know, most yeah. of the time, Reese would be like, just ignore it. Yeah. Mm. And I'd be like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I'll take this one. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Chris was like, nah, you're not saying that to me without getting some back. And I was like, just let it go, just let it go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I don't, I don't engage in any of that. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, it's pretty sad. Like, yeah. For, for, for a sport that we all love, yeah. mm -hmm. to turn it like that. It's, it's not, I'm not, there, there's fish. I can help as many people as I want, which we have been doing. We're going fishing, I'm still going to catch fish. Yeah. We're yeah. still going to catch, I'm probably going to catch more fish because I've learnt from more people. Mm. It's not, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I just, it's, it blows my mind that people think like that. But it's, it's, I feel like we need to share, we need to help. Think of the story about this fellow who sent me a message and said it brought his family together. Like, yeah. Well, could half save the family. Yeah. Yeah. Not that that was the purpose of it, but yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. There's no harm at all in people catching no. fish and sharing the waterways. No one owns a waterway. It's everyone's yeah. there. And and the point of what we're doing, if you are that good and you do lots of fishing, you're still going to catch fish. Yeah. We're just trying to help someone who anyone at any stage, if they're new to it, they want to get out. If they just want to catch a few fish, and that's the whole, even if they're at the early stage, all they're dedicated, they'll get yeah. something from the membership, but I, I just think there's no there's no benefit for me to keep everything to myself. No. And at the end of the day, the, the membership platform will promote the sport in general. Mm -hmm. And the more that that happens, the more that money is brought into the sport, the more mm -hmm. it's gonna grow. Mm -hmm. Your stocking programs are gonna expand. Mm -hmm. what? Yeah, the whole... It's, good. it's just going to keep snowballing. Mm -hmm. Supports tackle stores like Absolutely. the one we run, well, the, the, employs exactly right. people, everything. That, I yeah. think the first time I ever heard um, Steve Starling talk about when we went to Ozfish, yeah. um, he said it quite eloquently, like having one person that loves the game is good because you've got one ambassador taking care of the environment. If you've got two, you've got three, you've got four, you've got five, you've got a whole empire of people who are looking after this sport. Mm. It's going to stay protected for a long time. And, that's what we're doing. We're teaching people how to love the sport, how to really get involved in it, take care of the fish. Yeah. And we're giving you the information to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, no, oh, kudos, mate. Absolutely. And we're doing it the right way. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, there's heaps of that. But yeah. Yeah. That is what it is. We're obviously doing something. Yeah. 
yeah. if you're doing something in the world and someone's not hating it, well, you must be doing something good enough if people are hating on you. I think eventually people have got to realise, so in 10 years' time, you know, eventually that attitude of people has got to evolve a little bit where, I mean, the social media side of things has really driven people's egos yeah. beyond, you know, what they should be. Yeah. Eventually people have got to get over that. And one way to look at it, it's not fishing related, but one way yeah. to look at people that, that you can't control someone, right? right. And you, they behave, who says that they are meant to behave the way that I say they should yep. behave? They're behaving the way that they want to behave and that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. There's possibly things going on with people who want to behave like that. Normally it's from the internal. So yep. if you get attacked, my purpose of this is if you get attacked or something happens, just think it's not you, yep. it's them and they're having a go at you and they're shedding light from inside themselves. Yep. So it's really nothing on you. So it's, yeah, don't even worry about it. It's hard, it's hard because people yep. like can take things to heart. and. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, you just, it's just, it's nothing to do with you. Yeah. Anyway, mostly it's social. If you meet the person face to face, never going to have a go at you. No. It's all no. catty stuff. Yeah. Behind the scenes, yep. Yeah. Um, something that I think we all want to ask, it's something you ask nearly everyone that comes on the podcast, and it probably leads in from where you were, um, what you were talking about, but what's your quote or phrase that you live by? Like, I know. You know, you've had a lot of influence, you've read a lot of books. Um, I reckon Dan and I have probably heard a few things and a few you know ways you do it and put people on the spot, so we're doing it to you. Do you know what I'm going to say? Mm. I've got a suspicion. <laughs> What's happened happened and couldn't have happened any other way. Why? <laughs> That's one of them. Because it didn't. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Serious, what happened happened and couldn't have... It, it, the, the, the quote, it happened for a reason, is stupid. It didn't happen for a reason. It happened because it happened. So either learn from it, live with it, move on. Um, don't dwell on the past. It's huge. And I've only learned that sort of, not recently, but not when I was 17. Yep. Used to dwell on heaps of things. And when you miss a meter, it's like, why for a while? But it, that's not really the thing. But if something bad happens, like that camera in the water, I think it's always been with me. It's happened. I could sit there and get angry and kick stuff and chuck a tantrum, it's not going to fix it. We've got an arvo bite here, I've got one hour, let's just catch a fish. <laughs> yeah. Learn your lesson, you idiot, come up with something better. If you do it again, well, you're just dumb. But <laughs> yeah, my quote, um, and there's another one that's stuck to my wall, there is no point living for tomorrow if you don't know how to live today. I mm -hmm. think it goes like that. It's more about being present yeah. and not living mm -hmm. in the future or the past. So not living in our fishing trip later on tonight, living in this conversation with the four of us. Yeah. So when I go fishing, I'm there, we're filming. When I'm filming, when we do, a, and it's hard to do both, that's why we go, right, block, three hour, we're filming. We are filming. I'm yeah. not thinking about, there's a log there, I could catch a fish of it, that's not what's happening. Yeah. We're happening in filming. When we fish, we fish. When I'm home, I'm with my kids. I'm yeah. not, I do think about them when I'm out there, but I'm out there to fish. And it's, yeah. when you're driving from fishing to home, you're driving. Yeah. yeah, you want to get home, you want to whatever, but enjoy the drive, enjoy the moment. It's hard, it's a hard thing, yeah. but it's if you can live like that. You've got to remind yourself because you forget half the time. But like when you're plumbing and doing a crap plumbing, I don't know how you put yourself in that moment. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in... in, in no, but that, that's crap on your job, Dan. <laughs> well, I'm just putting it in perspective for people because people are talking about, well, yeah, you're talking about fishing and family, but yeah. what about hard things? Well... Yeah, no, but I'm is. exactly the same, and I know that we've spoken about that being present in that moment, um, regardless of whether it's a rubbish moment or a good moment. Just be there with it. 
Um, you know, if you're fishing, you're fishing. If you're working, you're working. You know, yeah. obviously, you know, there's been multiple times over the last week or three or four days since I've been home from New Zealand. And even while I was over there, I'm like, oh, I've got that drift coming up. Like, you can get excited and dream. That's, and that's different. different. Yeah. That's different. But like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. When you're fishing, you're fishing. When you're filming, you're filming. Yeah. And that's something that I never got. <laughs> but it's about friction. It's about you creating friction in your yeah. entire life. Yeah. yeah. Why create friction in your own life? Be in the moment. Oh, like yeah. if you like, especially with kids, good example is kids chucking kids. a tantrum. Yeah. It, it's happening. Yeah. So it sucks. It's not an enjoyable moment, but mm. it is like, yeah. I just I spend every morning with the kids because my wife goes to work at four thirty, and I have them every morning. Yeah. That is my time with them. Yeah. And. I don't think about being somewhere else or not wanting to be there or, and then when I'm working, yep. that's where I am. Yeah, but you can still dream and think. And I think you touched on that a little bit earlier with having the whole office separated. Yeah. So you can't have work time, then you can't have family time, family time. And, and it's quality yep. in both areas. Yeah, yep. and if you aren't happy with the moment that re- replays every day and every week, well, you've got to change something. Yeah. So if you're in a job that you really just can't be in, in, in that moment and present every day and every week and not enjoy it, yeah. well, you've got to change that mm. yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Which, which, yeah. Is, which has happened. I had an, a job that I didn't like for four years, but it was a stepping stone Same to get where I was. Yeah. I didn't want to be there. Was that pushing the cart around BCF or <laughs> making coffees? Or? He, was ne- he was never there present ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's a, you've got to remember, right, this is a step. I've got to be here in the moment to get me to where I'm going. It doesn't mean just, yeah, there's still a process to achieve things. Beautiful. Hmm. Cool. Very cool. Right. Um, I think that probably just about does it for this one. Is that because... You're now into your next moment of getting in the car and going camping. It's because I can smell pizza. You're going to slice of pizza, actually. (laughs) We're going to transition into that moment. It's permeating through. It's um, no, been really good. Um, Thanks for sharing, mate. Um, Thanks for coming. Thank you, Karen, for the big trip. Um, I'm glad we're going fishing afterwards. Yeah, thank you for your input. No worries at all. Thank you. Thanks for the early years, Chris. Got a bit of deja vu there, thinking about the young. Yeah, Yeah. there's plenty more there, but uh, more drifts. Tire floats down the river. Yeah. 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 Myself. Plenty yeah. more to come for social fishing. Yeah, but thank you to all you three and everyone else who has been a part of the journey. It's much appreciated and it wouldn't be where it is today without any of you guys, especially you three. That's why I picked all three of you to be here. Um, very special part of the growth of not just membership, but me and social fishing and everyone else out there, even Grant, um, has played a tiny little role and everyone else. So thank you so much. Thank you. Well done, mate.